When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Throwback Thursday with Kavino and Rich. Hi, my name is what? My name is what? My name is... What? Are you telling me you built a time machine? What a DeLorean? I don't even own a gun, let alone many guns that would necessitate an entire rack. Thursday. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Bueller. Who are you? I'm Batman. Ned Ryerson. Bang! From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand? Two in the box, ready to go. We be fast and they be slow. It's Throwback Thursday with Kavino and Rich. Okay, so we're in a doll factory, right? It kind of reminds you of that movie, The Leprechaun. You remember with that little oh, guy yeah. who goes, I'm the Leprechaun. <laughs> Garth, I'm the Leprechaun. Cool it, okay? I'm the Leprechaun. Stop it, all right? Don't try and steal me, Patico. Why do you hang around with these guys? Because they're fun. If I wanted a guy that was all drive and ambition, I could have stayed in Hong Kong. Back that guys like that are 12 for 10 cents. You mean a dime a dozen? Maybe where you shop. I think you underestimate them. They're really sharp. Stop it, leprechaun man! Go on, chill, chill, chill. chill. We'll go both this video, sweetie. I'm not, sweetie. Stop it, sweetie. <laughs> sweetie, come on, sweetie. Come on, pixie dust, pixie dust. Sweetie, it's me. It's me, the leprechaun. Oh yeah, these guys, really sharp. I'm scared. It's the leprechaun. Wanna leave, but can't. Want to move? Where are you gonna move? Get, get away, leprechaun. Are you gonna move to Ireland? Because I'm the leprechaun. Got to go. One, two, three, four. Don't mind if I do. Are you ready? Are you ready? Honestly, how do I deal with you every day? Get ready. You're on the radio. Get ready. So ridiculous. What? You're such a fool. Get out of here. Oh, I'm a disc jockey. St. Patrick's Day from your pals Cavino and Rich. Yeah. Are you going to move to Ireland? Ah! I'm the leprechaun. I'm the leprechaun. You got your pot of gold? I love that. I love that. Happy St. Patrick's Day again. I'm live from Vegas. Rich is in L.A. We're here to do the show. We're going to throw it back a little bit. Reminisce some. Nice. Nice. I have St. Patty's Day fun facts. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> nice. We'll so. reminisce a little bit. I got some random news. Nice. Spring training has begun, and we be rocking out. <laughs> yo, yo. Well, as we say, Erin Gobraha, which, by the way, means Ireland forever on a St. Paddy's Day. Sometimes I don't know. I prefer Erin Gobralis. <laughs> That's sweet, you know, spot. 
Go home for the day. I stole that from uh, Sex in the City. Karen Gobrales. I noticed that I'm not quite sure. That sounds Hispanic, actually. Aaron Gobrales? Yeah. Doesn't sound Irish. I, uh, I'm never quite sure. And you, you'd know best because your daughter's older now. I'm not quite sure when my daughter believes something or goes along with the make-believe or pretend. Does that make sense? Well, shit. If she's got you fooled this early, you're in trouble, man. I, I, I Meaning, I don't know if she thinks unicorns are real, right? We've talked about that. Like, I'm like, yo, I think she thinks if we go to the zoo, there'll be unicorns. Today, Emmy went to school. Spot, throw up the picture I sent you. Emmy's all decked out in her green tutu and her little... Oh, same. Her little uh, rainbow headpiece. And she's got all of her little... Uh, yeah, there she is. This is awkward. I wore the same outfit. Getting ready for St. Patty's Day. And I'm like, Emmy, what are you doing at school today? And I think she really thinks she's going to try to catch leprechauns today. <laughs> yeah, she's four years old. Of I'm course like, she thinks that. I go, well, what did you she? do? How can she? Cavino's in Vegas. I go, Emmy... What did you do yesterday? And they all brought a little shoebox to school, Kavito, and they made leprechaun traps. And I'm like, yo, they I better they better have some cool shit up their sleeve at preschool because I don't want my daughter being disappointed that she didn't catch a leprechaun today. Well, that goes with my theory of the more lies you tell, the more confusing, or the quicker you give up the gig of Santa Claus. You know what I mean? Because they figure yeah. out the leprechaun, they figure out the tooth fairy, they figure out the Easter bunny, and they figure out that elf on the shelf. So That's the other one. So once they figure that out, they're like, well, then what about Santa Claus? So again, it, it just makes it more hard to keep uh, that surprise going. Well, hey, Mauser already hit us up. His daily shout out. He said a seven-year-old talked about leprechaun hunting last night. So yeah, I think kids believe all this fun shit. So you know what? Let them have at it. And I'm sure the teacher's got something cool planned, but I remember when I was a kid, these are the days you look forward to. Like, I saw the joy in my daughter's eyes. You know those days where you knew you were playing something cool at school? Yeah. And yeah. you're like, well, I actually want to go to school today. Like, oh, today is a, like show and tell or some shit. That's the vibe I got today. She's like, we're going to leprechaun hunt. And uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm it at. It was nice of you to let her borrow your tutu, though. That was really nice. Of you. I that's wanted really to make cool. sure she felt very comfortable. No, that's so, really cool. Um, an action-packed show today. We'll talk some entertainment, sports, news alerts, what's going on, a couple deep thoughts. And uh, since it is St. Patty's Day, I know you are a quarter Irish. While it may not show, you did grow up with some Irish background, correct? My 23 in me, I looked this up last night, says that I'm 8% Irish. And I'm trying to figure out like how that's possible. So 8%. So maybe a little more than we thought. My grandma, shout out to my nana. My dad's mom was Irish. I recently looked at my 23 and me as well. I, that's so odd you would say that. I recently looked and like, hey, what's, yeah. what's, my, uh, what's my deal? And yeah, all, all Eastern and Western European, just I'm a European dude. I'm European, man. That's, it, there's no, it's Russia, Germany, everywhere. Just, you know, it's all there. Yeah, but you don't throw on a little green just to be festive. Your kid is all decked out. Oh, yeah. And you got no green on at all. Like I'm in Vegas. I got I did green my best. spot. Throw me those sunglasses. I was just waiting to wear. Uh, I was waiting to wear my shamrock glasses today. That doesn't count. Like, do you throw on a green T-shirt or something? Upside down, Rich. There you go. I mean, that's better. You got Elton John, but it's better. Cold hard. He's a shamrock man. 
Yeah, I mean, you look like Elton John on St. Patty's Day, but still better than than nothing. Especially when you got kids, you gotta you gotta lead with the festivity. Yeah, I should have thrown something green. My fail. My fail. I was just doing a bunch of shit this morning. So this this will be good enough for now. Oh, I for can now. Throw on, I can throw on a hat too. How about that? Is that a noggin boss? <laughs> no, yeah. that's a normal. That's Rich's normal size. So see, this is good, right? <laughs> there for, every, you go. for everyone else, that's, it's a that's noggin much boss. Better. That's so much now, better. So now, is this acceptable for you now? Perfect. Now I'm feeling it. Yeah. No. Look, I'm wearing a, a a green. It's this is green. It's like more of an olive green, but it is green. And I got a green picture in my background. If you could see that, I don't know if you can, but you know, I'm doing my best out here in oh, Vegas. Did, if did I was home, I was going to wear a green you? sweatshirt yeah. today. Yes, the front desk. Give me a room with a green uh, with, with green decor so that my show is appropriate. I saw a funny meme. I won't be able to find it now, but it was a picture of some guy waking up like with his eyes all squinty, kind of how I look right now. And after a late night in Vegas, and he goes, this is how fish wake up in the green rivers of Chicago. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I saw that. It was, it was all green. It was just a green guy waking up in the morning. It was pretty funny. Well, um, I got a couple St. Patty's Day fun facts to throw at you to start the show. Before we get into the meat, the corned beef of mm, the Comedian on Rich I'm Show. I'm corned beef for dinner tonight. Uh, it's so wild to me that corned beef is so delicious, yet corned beef and cabbage is the grossest shit on earth. It's, How could the same meat? It's like it's Brussels boiled. sprouts. It's, it's boiled it's meat. Ass meat. Yeah, it's, it's like Brussels sprouts. It's when you boiled. boil something, you ruin it. Like, uh, stop burling things. Because corn, like the corned beef you have at a deli, I'm pretty sure that's smoked. Yeah. The corned beef you have on St. Patrick's Day is boiled in water it, with cabbage it, 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 and, and potatoes. There's nothing tastier than there's, a corned beef sandwich. But corned beef and cabbage, my grandma used to make that shit, and I would do that trick. You know what? You would take a bite. You would put slowly by slowly piece at a time in your napkin to throw out. Corned beef and cabbage, grossest shit on earth. Irish are not known for their cuisine. That's a fact. No. Absolutely not. I'm actually looking up a lyric. There's a really weak ass lyric in the song Danny Boy from House of Pain. Oh. I don't know if you heard it, Rich. Everlast goes, hey, Everlast. He says, I got to have corned beef and cabbage if I want to manage. I never eat a pig, but I'll fuck up a potato. Deal. I don't know. That's for the House of Pain fans. Shamrocks and shenanigans on the St. Patrick's Day. Now, is it true that corned beef and pastrami are the same thing? Is that like one of those a cucumber is a pickle once it's pickled? Is is pastrami cured and spot? Go up to the, go up the comments and the feedback. Yeah, Someone, isn't it pastrami? Isn't it, it just how it's prepared? Because a pastrami or corned beef sandwich is top tier, top tier. A little sauerkraut, a little cheese, a little. Thousand Islands or Russian yeah, dressing it, or something? It's the boiling of it, man. It really is. It's just is. how the Irish prepare that shit. It's it, like ass, ass Camino, cheeks. It's, uh, Sweaty yeah, ass cheeks. Smoked corned beef is pastrami. Yo, I, I said it before. It's it's the Brussels sprout theory. For decades, people boiled Brussels sprouts and they wondered, why does no one like Brussels sprouts? Then all of a sudden, people decide to cut them in half, put them on a pan with a little salt and pepper and oil, and all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, they're delicious. It's like, yeah, because you idiots boiled them for decades. Ass, ass, ass. Well, ass, top ass, of the morning ass, to ass, you. Ass, 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 Give me these fun facts so we can get into the fun stuff. All right. You mentioned the Green River. The Chicago River is dyed green every year. When did they start that tradition? Oh. oh. 19. Oh. 
42. It's a good guess. 1962. Oh. 1962, they started dyeing the Chicago River green as a tradition. Uh, green bagels, green beer. We've all seen these things over the years. The St. Patty's Day Parade, uh, the parade, the St. Patrick's Day Parade in New York City. When did uh, when did they first have a parade in New York City for St. Patrick's Day? Uh, ooh. 1950. 1975. 1762. Oops. Oh, the luck of the Irish. Oops. Okay. Um, let's see. You know that St. Patty's Day was once a dry holiday, which is ironic because now you consider it like a drinking holiday, but originally it was a religious dry holiday, and now it's turned into a, let's get drunk. I mean, yeah, St. Patrick. So. St. Patrick is actually... From Britain, not from Ireland. Didn't he drive the snakes out of Ireland? <clears throat> the original St. Patrick's Day colors had nothing to do with green. It was actually blue. St. Patrick, uh, the original decor and color scheme that went along with it was blue and then Americanized uh, green because of the Irish flag. Makes sense. Um, I mean, you associate... Because of the Irish plains. Yes. Yeah, you, you associate <laughs> Irish countryside. It's very, very green, you know, with... Green, so it's their holiday. Did you say it's very green? And it is shamrock. very green with green. And the shamrock is a sacred plant, uh, and it dates back to, uh, there was a guy, uh, McDonald, who uh, gave a shamrock shake in 1474. I think you nice. I think you just made that up. Yeah. I don't think that's a yeah, real that's, fun fact. That's true. By the way, I'm a no, fan of the shamrock shake. That's a very divisive and divisive conversation. The shamrock shake? Yeah, I love it. I'm I'm all for it. I might have to get one today in Vegas. Oh, the Shamrock Shake, you say? Oh, I like the those. Shamrock Shake. Actually, you know the Shamrock Shake is pretty good. I'll be honest; it's uh, it might be worth the little cheat, Cavino. No, yeah, I, I'm I'm a fan of those, but some people hate them. Like I saw our buddy Al B, his wife Sid. She was like, "I don't get it. I don't she, get it, it doesn't taste like mint at all. It doesn't." You know, it just tastes green. <laughs> so, and people just hate it. I don't know what the flavor of green is, but I love it. I think it's great. What is the flavor of green? It's really sour well, apple. It's supposed right? to be like a minty sort yeah, of. Minty or sour apple? It's usually it's green. Minty. Yeah, but no, yeah, yeah, the shamrock shake, minty. But I'm saying green is usually associated with sour apple or mint, right? That's. But then when you see other people talking about the shamrock shake because it comes around every time this year. For everybody that loves it, people are real angry about it. It's like the McRib. Like, McRibs are gross. Yeah. People freak out about shit like that. So enjoy your shamrock shakes. Enjoy your shamrocks and shenanigans. Enjoy your corned beef and cabbage if you want to manage. Enjoy your House of Pains and your Dropkick Murphys and your U2s. Enjoy all your Irish eyes are smiling on Buck Weiland. Enjoy your St. Patrick's Day. And again, uh, one I'll, of, do a one shot of his, tonight. I'll do a shot of Jameson tonight for my grandma. One of his first original nice. quotes, uh, St. Patrick himself, born in Britain. Um, he actually was quoted as saying this, I mean, hundreds of years ago, we're talking. Um, You'll never get me lucky charms. Oh, yeah. It was one of his original lucky famous, charms. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, I, said, he said that in... Uh, they're always uh, after me lucky charms. Yeah, you're, they're always after me lucky charms. Is Pop quiz, what's the elf's name? He's a leprechaun. It's funny you should say that because I was just trying to think that and I couldn't. I'm pretty sure it's Lucky, isn't it? Lucky? Lucky and his charms? Is that what it is? No. Lucky, we want your lucky charms. Is that like, if you play an old school commercial, I guarantee the kids are probably like, Lucky took the lucky charms. They're always after me lucky charms. That's my charms. guess. Let's see. 
They're magically delicious. That's my, that's my guess there. And if you're Lucky. living the mom or dad life, Lucky Charms are probably in your house after a 20, uh, 20 plus year hiatus. I haven't seen no, Lucky no, Charms no, in 20 no, plus no. years. They're in the, in the cupboard right now. No, you're, you're marshmallowless Lucky Charms as a parent. Yes. Because you eat all the marshmallows first. You know, last time we saw Lucky, he was left hanging. Lucky, Lucky, yeah, Lucky last time Charms Lucky. were a mixed up marshmallow mess. Yeah. Last time we saw Lucky, he was left hanging, okay. and his Lucky Charms were in a mixed up marshmallow mess. Ooh, it's crunchy old cereal. How will I ever fix it? I know what to do. Yes. Yes. What was the thing they added? The balloons, right? They have a million marshmallows. In fact, Cavino, my mother-in-law at her house in Texas, just to show, I, I, I mentioned yesterday a spot that my in-laws are great at having treats. Like, there's just too many treats. You know they sell the Lucky Charms marshmallows without the cereal so you can yeah. add extra marshmallows? I do know that. Yeah, no, I, I like, didn't know that. This is absurd because I just want to fucking eat the marshmallows nonstop. Those are the best. Those like, yeah. Again, in moderation, right? Of course. That's for you. Because I could eat handfuls of those fucking things for sure. And I just might because it's St. Patrick's Day. Mm -hmm. And I'm here in Vegas to gluttonize. Yeah, I'll do another round. Yeah, I'll. Yeah, bring it on. Dessert, let's go. Isn't so there, isn't there might as well bring on a shake and some marshmallows while we're at it. Isn't there a place that has like a hundred different types of like whiskeys? You should go to that. Ooh, I don't know. Oh. Is there? Well. I have an event to do tonight, so I'll do it after the event. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to show it's up. Vegas. Vegas never stops. Yeah, but I don't want to show up all unprofessional. You know, I got to show up in my briefcase with my briefcase and ready to rock. Are you going to get are you going to go find some gross Irish food? No, fuck no. Like Rich said, Irish, great people, great history, great traditions. Terrible not food. known for their cuisine. No. They're just not. So, at all, so. know, we, we, we all know the, the heritages and the backgrounds that are known for their food. The Irish, not one of them. I, I to, to wrap it up, I, I promise you every year I remember dreading my grandmother who insisted my, my mom's mom who insisted last name Dempsey. They insisted on the corned beef and cabbage on St. Patty's Day. And I remember as a little kid being like, barf, oh, barf. why barf, barf, oh, I'd rather have a barf burger yeah. than some corned beef and cabbage. Well, Aaron go bra, um, Enjoy the St. Patrick's Day shenanigans. Oh, and by the way, I don't know if Kiss Me, I'm Irish rolls anymore in, in the, the world of Me Too in 2022. I don't think you should be going around saying Kiss Me, I'm Irish. I have a pin somewhere that says Tug Me. Tug Me, I'm Irish. I don't know. Okay, I got to find it. No. No. I don't nope. know. Yeah, I do. I have that. No. Nope. I do. Yeah. Nope. You know no, what? I do. Kavito, I'll back you up nope. uh, on. You know how you love to say that of all the heritages and backgrounds and. You always say that Hispanic people are good to take the joke. You always say that like people could do impressions. People could make jokes. And uh, the Latino community is uh, not very sensitive. Yeah, you can't cancel Speedy Gonzalez. It's their mascot. Yeah. I think there's something to be said about you could do an Irish accent. You could, you could also make fun of Irish people for drinking. Oh, they're a bunch of drunks, a bunch of Irish people. I don't think there is. I think they also are. You could you could sit, make fun of them whatever you want whatever way you want. You can't say gingers though. I don't think I I was hosting Turbo right, and I was like, I want to shout out all the gingers. And Jordan like came storming in. She's like, you can't say that. And I'm like, why not? She's like, you can't say that. I'm like, oh, I got to recut it. Then can never do nothing. nothing. So I had to re-record it. 
Well, there you go. There's my there's my fun facts. Have a good day, everybody. Oh, that's it. All right. Oh, man. All right. Well, happy St. Patrick's Day. Enjoy your lucky charms. And thank you guys for hanging out. Again, live from the Vidara. Um, at the Vidara here in Vegas. Rich is in L.A. Spotty's. Where are you now, Spot? Are you in Ireland? I'm in Ireland. I'm, nice. I'm visiting my... my uh, I don't have any Irish ancestors. But I'm visiting a nice castle in Ireland. On a, on a hillside. On no, the countryside. I, you know, I, I know that... You don't need to be attached at the hip with your significant other. But has your husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, I talked to the collective you, have they gone on a trip with friends where you're like, oh man, I'm happy for you. Have fun. But man, that means I guess we're never going there. Has Jordan gone anywhere where you're like, man, like have fun with your girlfriends, but that sucks because I sort of would like to go there one day. I mean, not while we were dating, but she's gone to a lot of places where I haven't gone. You know, plus she was a, a, a flight attendant for private pilots and stuff like that. So she was oh. all over the place while, you know, I was here with my thumb up my ass. Is it true that her ex is Sully Sullenberger? It's true. Yeah. A lot of people don't know. That, yeah, she always, yeah. She's always liked older guys. I mean, it happens though. I mean, what are you going to do? I, I was talking to a guy in Uber who was telling me a way too long of a story. And I was politely listening the best I could because, you know, I can't focus for more than three seconds at a time. True. He was like, my wife is in, uh, she's in the Bahamas right now with her girlfriends. He's like, but I got a new job. I couldn't go. I'm like, you ever gone to the Bahamas? He's like, nope. What do you do? Tell your wife not to go? No, exactly. I'm just saying when we talk about Ireland, my wife and her best childhood friend, Julie, her best pal since she's like a little kid spot, you know, Julie, she was the maid of honor and you were the best man at our wedding. Um, her and Julie went on an Irish, an Irish excursion. They went all over, all over Ireland, all the different cities. They rented a car. They were like hanging off of cliffs and going to, you know, drinking beers and doing yeah, it. Don't you remember we used to joke? We, we went on like a, a week's worth of jokes about how Sarah was going to leave you for a ginger Irish guy. Yeah, she was, she was in Ireland for a week and she has all these great memories and I'm glad she does, but I certainly am a little jealous that she, she talks so Highly of her times in Ireland. Going memories that you're not involved in. I know. <laughs> not that I'm, I don't care. It's just in my mind, I'm like, well, I guess I'll never go to Ireland for a while at least because in her mind, she's been there. If that makes sense. Random throwback Thursday reference. Our very own handsome Gabe wrote a song about Rich. And in that song, he said something about Sarah leaving him for an Irish dude. Right. Yeah. And out of context, it makes no sense. But that's because we were harping on that for that minute, you know. And but you know it's what? It, on to the next for us. It was a, it was a good excuse for a trip. I'll give Sarah that. Her and her friend Julie were celebrating their friendship, and I'm like, "What do you mean?" She goes, "Well, we met. I think she took the trip when she was like." Maybe 30-ish, because I remember her being like, Julie and I are officially friends for 25 years. And I'm like, you're celebrating your 25-year friendship with a trip? I was like, a cool excuse. I like it. No, bro. <laughs> hey, in like four years, you want to go to like Brazil and celebrate our friendship? Yo. Oh, let's go check out some spot, our fantasies. Spot, 20-year anniversary. 20-year anniversary of Cavino Rich. No women. We're all going to Brazil booty watching. Can we go to Miss Bum really? Bum? Really? Miss Bum Bum Brazil? Yeah, we're going yeah. to be judges in Miss Bum Bum International. <laughs> Can't you guys I mean, cool in that like, case, I'm going to stick my dick in a mashed potatoes and book my flight I mean, right now. Yeah. I mean, it's our friend. It's our friend anniversary. It could be now 20 uh, years. I mean, I'm happy you guys to like, got to get paid to like look at cars and stuff. But can you like get paid to look at bum bums? Yeah. yeah. I just said instead of hosting for BMW, you 
Should be hosting for Bum Bum. Yeah, B-U-M. I mean, if Sarah did it. No BMWs, more B-U-Ms. Yeah. I've always said what's good for the goose is good for the gander. So, Rich, four years, I think like maybe even three years from now, me and you are going to be sliding down Butt Cheek Mountain in Brazil. I know. Sarah, Can't it's, wait. it's our friend's anniversary. What do you want? Can't say no. Can't wait. Can't so, say no. I've never been to Ireland, but someday, someday I'll be there. I, I think I'll go there one day. So, happy St. Patrick's Day, guys. I'm here in Vegas, had a nice day in Vegas, made lots, lots of obvious observations that I'll, I'll share with you today. I'm, I'm sort of exhausted and spent because there's a lot of walking. It's that illusion. The casinos are always further than they appear. It's the quote unquote mirage, pun intended, right, Rich? Yes. Like you think the hotel is, oh, it's just right there. That's but a mistake. you're walking forever. <laughs> That's and a you're, mistake. You're, uh, you make in your 20s when you go to Vegas because you're like, all right, I'm at the I'm a Treasure Island Mirage area. You look down the strip and you're like, oh, there's the MGM. Meanwhile, it's like a it's like a, mile, a couple miles away. Yeah, but in your the, mind, it looks it's so grand that it looks it's the close. Ve- it's yeah. the Vegas effect. It's, hey, what do you think? You think we could walk from the Luxor to uh, <laughs> to the Bellagio? No problem. Meanwhile, two hours later. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just shopping and and looking around, walking around Bellagio Cosmo, you know, just making the rounds. And then we had our, our Ka event and dinner at MGM. So yeah, yeah, we, yeah we'll walk to MGM. You didn't get, mar- you didn't get married. Did you? No, okay. not yet. No, not yet. No. Oh, no. oh, I'm waiting for Ch- if Chumley's available. He's my best man. Sorry. Oh, I, I knew there was yeah. a catch. So few things when I'm walking around and I'm hitting all these shops, Shopping and rolling. My first question is: You ever go to these super swanky photography art exhibits and yes. say to yourself, "I'm going to buy one of those one day," but then you realize how expensive they are, and you have to like remind yourself, like, "Who do you think you are? I am. I can't afford that." I, you know, it's it's interesting you would say this. Um, Peter Lick is the guy. I am drawn. Like, there's a magnet in my ass I'm to sorry? the Peter Lick. Uh, what would you call it? His his exhibit. His exhibit, his his work, but his store, his chain, whatever. Peter Lick is at all these fun cities like Vegas, and you go in there and you, you check out his work, and you're like, "Yo, man, I gotta get that," because everything looks amazing. Nibi knows what I'm talking about. Our photographer friends know what I'm talking about. And you go in there and you're like, "Do yeah. I want it floating? Do I want it with a frame? Do I have to get special lighting? Will it look like this in my place? Where would I put that? Wait, how much is that thing? Eight thousand da. I don't like it that much. Eight thousand da. I don't know. But you ever think that maybe you'll fill some space with some quality shit like that? Um, so crazy you would say this. And by the way, spot for people on tier two. Can you give a little sample of Cavino's uh, personal preferences? Who is this guy? Peter Lick. Peter Lick. L-I-K. And I want... Never heard there's of a thing. few of them that I want. But again, you got to like you know agree with your significant other, right? I but see then there's got to I... be something... Per, like Something's got to speak to you. Then it's got to speak to both of you. Uh-huh. Then it's got... You got to have a place oh, to put yeah, it. I know, this, I know this, the image. Yeah. You got to have... You know one of them. What? The one with the doors? Or the, the ocean, I mean? That looks yeah. like doors? Let me, let me see Peter Lick. You'll recognize some of his shit. But then you got to also find something that means something. It's like getting a tattoo. That's nice. No, that's not my oh. favorite one. That's beautiful. But that's just an example. Like this guy is a crazy. He uses all different methods in his photography when 
developing these photos and then you know he figures out what looks best and then as you dim the lights right they they still illuminate in some sort of weird way it's like they dim with the dimming of the lights there's some it's some sort of uh shiny paint yeah it's like our it's like our parents generation who all love thomas kincaid's it's like if you put Those it under cool a light, if you put it under a light it would uh look different right i love thomas kincaid but they're not cheap. Case. That's the thing, Rich. They're not cheap. And like, you know, I, we play these fun games like Jordan likes that one, but there's no significance to it at all. Like, and I'm like, well, why do you like that? Because it's pretty. And then, you know, the guy wants to help you out. Like, oh, well, are you looking? What are you looking for? I'm like, nah, just looking. And he's like, you know, well, what's your favorite place? I'm like, I don't know. Mexico. Well, this is Mexico right here. This picture right there. How much is it? Nine thousand dollars. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. It's weird. I went to lick.com and that wasn't what I thought it the would Peter be. The PeterLick.com <laughs> oh. spot, not lick. Uh, actually, you know, actually, it's lick.com, but lik.com. You know, um, it's interesting you would say this, Cove, because Let's Sarah see. and I have come to the conclusion. Like here, I'm going to show you the prices of some of these. Hang we on have come you. to the conclusion that we are we're in our home now. So the whole idea of Hey, you know, we're renting, we're living in Manhattan. No, we're traveling. We're in Texas, New York. Like we, we are understanding now that, you know, wait a minute. This is the home we're going to live in for a long time. Hopefully knock on wood, raise our kids here. You're forever home. Yeah. Like the I idea I of, think, I don't think that's real wood, by the but way. I'm saying the idea of buying a hundred dollar print from bed, bath and beyond is something you that do. Everybody has you know, like something, generic print. It's, it's something you do when you're 25 years old. We have very empty walls in this place because we have, we need, we either need to, what genre right, search tanky in what no, genre we, speaks to you, by the way, but Sarah and I, again, good luck trying to agree on, on one thing. So there's one that I'm like, you know what? That one speaks to me. It's one of a lion spot. And it's a, a famous Peter lick lion photo. I'm like, yo, I'm a Leo. I'll get that one day when I have my own, Good like ch- my own Dean. dwellings where I have room for that. Yeah, why don't you just like take, when I have my just, man uh, cave, why don't you just take Chaz Dean's profile picture and put it on your wall? I mean, that's an option Is too. It this one. Yeah. I like that one. But do I get it with a frame or floating? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you just get a photo of me on the wall? No. Hey, can you give me, give me a wide shot in my, in my hotel room here? Look, do you like floating or frame, you know, with the frame or frameless? Depends on the image. Yeah, like there's so many options. I think you're so heavy. You got to get them anchored to the wall. Like it's not like you go to Home Goods and you just hang it up yourself. You know your style and the pizzazz of your condo where you have like chandeliers and glass. So and opulent. It's it, since you got that opulent vibe. I think floating. I don't think a frame works with your vibe. I think floating. So I don't know. Sarah and I recently talked about this. Like I said, that we're like <laughs> this is our forever home. Forever <laughs> home. So. We need to print out pictures of the family. We need to get a legitimate piece of artwork. Even our, even our contractor said, all right, that wall right there, that's where you put your sweet piece of artwork. And I'm like, yeah, we have no clue, but you're right. Maybe find a local artist. Maybe you don't need to buy a $6,000 lick, but you know what? You know what you don't do when you're a grown man? You don't buy a $100 print from Bed Bath & Beyond. You, you don't go to Ikea and I be like, oh, look, they got Ikea, a nice though. picture of a bridge at Ikea. Oh, look at that. It's a fucking uh, Brooklyn Bridge. You, you know what that's, that is? That's, that's, like, right. that's really one step up. That's a that's a half step up from your poster in college. And it's not bad. I'm just saying I did it plenty of times where you're at, like I said, uh, Crate and Barrel or Bed Bath & Beyond or somewhere. And you see, oh, look, it's a flower pot print that everyone could really have. 
why all my prints on my wall above my fireplace are photos that I've taken. That's sort of cool. I printed them out, put them in nice frames. You know, I, I rather I pay, I rather pay someone I know a couple hundred bucks opposed to spending, spending $6,000. $6, now, do you want photography or do you want a Yeah, painting? but this is like next level photography. There's like artistry involved in how he it's develops all, yeah. these photos. Like not, no, these aren't just like my, my buddy took this photo. It, I'm sure there's a bit of a post-production involved. So there's an art, a digital art to it as well. Yeah, it's, it's crazy next level shit. Got to ask you. When you when you look at what you would want to decorate your home with, is it? Hey, I'm from the East Coast. Let me try to find something that represents where I came from. Is it? Yes. Is it's it got to mean it, something? Uh, no. Right? Is it? Is it? I just love the way that oh, it's pretty. It's beautiful. Or do you want something like? Uh, he wants a Roman statue. Yeah. There's so many factors, I'm, Rich. Does it? Does it complement my decor? Right? Does it match? Yes. Is it something that speaks to me? Is it just outright beautiful that I can't deny it? Or does it mean something? Meaning like, yo, that's a, the craziest picture of the New York City skyline that I've ever seen. Like I got it, you know, with the moon in the back, I got to get that. Like it's got to mean something because, you know, we don't live on the East Coast anymore. So that would make sense to me. I actually said, Jordan, ask him if there's anything from Idaho. And he's like, we do have some because he's fo he's done photography and oh you know, do they have the, the potato mid drop on new year's eve yeah i'm like well get you got to get something that means something if you're gonna spend you know eight thousand i'm like what eight thousand so you know um but i, I love I would, this i love looking at that shit i don't know bro i i think my limit and then again how do you set a limit but mentally if you're asking me now my mind yeah. may change based on scenarios but if you would ask me right now I'd say two G's might be my limit on a piece of artwork. That's and that's a lot. I feel like eight hundred yeah, to a thousand dollars. I admit, I'm not ready for that yet. Yeah, that's, like I haven't signed a million dollar deal to buy some sweet ass and, Peter Lick and photography you know sort of thing that I want. And you know what, Kavino? And I said you might say eight hundred thousand dollars. That's still a ton. You know what? If you're spending like you know, you know that little piece of furniture, it's it's essentially a uh, a like a, a square almost. It's like leg top leg that I have in front of the mirror in my living room. Just that little oh, yeah, under yeah. the circle mirror. Like will, a U-shaped table. Like a, like an oh, yeah, like an upside down U-shaped table. Literally just like wood, wood, wood. There's a little like and like a table. That's like a that that right there is like an eight hundred thousand dollar little end table because it's from a nice store. So you're trying to tell me artwork isn't as valuable? Like if it's in your home, again not your apartment, not yeah. your prints from Ikea. Like, oh, I'm at the checkout line in Ikea. There's a cool picture of a, of a ducks crossing the street. You know, like that's, that's cool when you're 25 years old. Nah, NFTs, bro. Yeah. You gonna put a, a cartoon gorilla on your wall? No. Well, I'm looking at the feedback too. Zush makes a good point. When you're spending that much money on artwork, it will hold some value, if not increasing value in the future. You know, it's not like you're wasting the money completely, especially if you're getting a painting. Anyway, my mind started thinking a little more opulent. That's the, that's the cool part about Vegas too, that you, you sort of sleep on rich. You always ask what I like about it. Like just the architecture alone, every casino has its own vibe and I love every vibe. Like I love every casino park. MGM sucked. That was the weakest one I walked through yesterday. I never walked through the, park uh, MGM medieval one, the medieval one. I don't know. Which like one is that? Excalibur. Excalibur. That's, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. that's the weakest I, one. Yeah. That's no, that shit is weak. <laughs> but 
you know, I do like all of this shit. And then you see a lot of opulent things and you're like, man, I want some of this stuff. I think I want that. I want that one day. Not now. I can't afford it. But one day I'll have a space of my own where I could hang whatever the fuck I want because I'm not going to agree with Jordan on some shit. And I'll spend $8,000 on something like that no. when I have that kind of money. I mean, Jordan doesn't right want to go to sleep with a lion staring at her? What? She doesn't want to go to sleep with a big lion staring at her? <laughs> no, that would be for me, right? But I'm allowed to do something for yeah. me. But, man, I, you know, I'm, I'm walking around. I'm taking all these things in, and I'm like, Look at this place. Like, how would you describe the Cosmopolitan, Rich? Oh, glitzy. Cool. Oh, the Cosmo is the number one spot in Vegas. It's it's opulent and glitzy and glamorous. And yeah, I'm like, this place is beautiful. Then I'm walking through the Bellagio and I'm like, the Bellagio is just, I don't even know how to describe it. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's like, it's amazing. The, the attention to detail is incredible. And, you know, the Vidara, all these newer spots, the Vidara, the Aria, they, they built these in 2009 incredible man just so nice so it does make your mind go to the finer things that you want to get or you know what let me uh put it all on black and see if i could win i'll come home with a peter lick photograph from my living room so anyway my day in vegas peter lick i came back took a shower got ready for my night out rich and um guess where i ended up that does sound like a good day in vegas peter lick Nah, he's the guy those stores are everywhere, by the way. No, I, I listen. I think uh, getting something opulent for yourself is is you know something you deserve later in life. I just wonder, could yeah, but how much later, bro? Now, you know what I mean. It, it makes could, me like want to get on on the horse a little bit. Could furniture? How much later? Could furniture be considered art? Yes, sure. Like I feel like, like nice sometimes, chair, you know, nice, like I I remember uh, couch, Camino, but in a your nice chair. in your old house before you. Uh, your last situation came to an end. I remember you had some like super bright chair that was considered like the accent piece of the house. Yeah. And I remember thinking, Oh, that's pretty cool. Like, so sometimes a piece of furniture could be like, I th- like the thing. I think you just need to settle on one piece, one centerpiece, one piece of opulence. That's the focal point for your main area. So oh, this, but it's such so a, this, you should find a nice, image it's so tricky spot. Goes, what you're saying what you're saying is easier said than no, done because, because we have we, you don't want to turn your home into a gallery dude you um, want a f- one focal piece that you can be like oh yeah this is our uh our lick our peter lick i know but i'm i'm just saying like sarah and i've had this house for a for a minute now and we still are like what are we gonna put on like that main wall and that wall and then we're then we're thinking to ourselves well how do you mix in the combination of like a sweet art piece versus pick like blown up photos of the family or your kids. Like, you know what Sarah hates that I don't, uh, she, she hates canvases, like canvas prints. She thinks they look tacky. And I'm like, yeah. I like canvas prints. No, yeah. no, you don't like them either. I like them. Yeah. She's like, I don't like them. I'm like, we got to get a couple canvases of Ben because all we have is Emmy shit. And I was like, well, you can't have our whole house be our daughter and no Why ben. Get those uh, glass uh, images. Those look cool. I always see know. advertisements for those. Yeah, I I got I got a couple cool pieces that I haven't hung yet. You want to want me? Can I just show you real quick? And you tell me if you think it's worthy to hang in my home. Sure. Give, I you, mean, can we're you give me like two seconds. It. I mean, we're talking about it. Talk to Spy. I'll be yeah. back in thirty seconds. You haven't something. Haven't had something uh, hung in your home in a while. But you know, you got to be realistic. Camino left for Vegas. Stuff. And <laughs> I'm also looking around, and 
man, when you were going through the Bellagio spot, which is right behind the Aria, the Vidara, where I'm staying, they have like the murderer's row of like opulent stores. It's like Chanel, Gucci, Louis Vuitton. It's like all in one. And you're looking at all these people and you're like, damn, people come here to spend. Who are these people? How do they have this money? Like people just shopping. Yeah. Women be shopping. I think it's a lot of uh, uh, foreign people that come and they shop and they get things that are cheaper here than would be in their hometown. Or it's just people on vacation that are like, I have a ton of money or maybe I won some money and I want to spend it. Cartier watches, Rolex. You know what? I always think, oh shit. I always think that if someone buys those things in Vegas, well, the tax is cheaper here. Yeah, slightly. But I usually think it's like, yo, that person just fucking hit a hundo on maybe bread 16. I, I look around rich and it's a lot of young people too. I'm like, how do they have this money? And they're walking around like Balenciaga shoes and shit. I'm like, how the they're, fuck they're they, all broke. Who are these people? They're all broke. Like, you, you get, you like get Louis Vuitton. I don't know about that. Who's going Rich to Louis Spot Vuitton? Right. They're like foreign. Who's going to Louis Vuitton? The foreign people. I saw, yeah. Jordan, I saw Jordan post the photo of a Louis Vuitton bag. Yeah. Yeah, I'm over that. Like, I feel like that's a well, stage you of life. You get Louis over Vuitton bag. People are more likely to help you out and try to sell you a Peter Lick photo. Oh, is that it? Is it yeah, just a bag with nothing in it? But I just feel like that, that stage of life oh, is one that you go through too. Like bags. Like I think you go through a stage where like- after a while, you're like, do I really care about that? But then, you know, some Bean people always do. I'll always care about nice things, dude. There ain't no shame in that. No, but I'm saying like a bag. Like, I, I think, like, I don't think Sarah, I think a, an expensive bag would be like number 100 on Sarah's list of wants just because there's so many other things in life now, you know? Yeah, priorities change, but she's never been that type anyway. So Big. I got this piece of artwork when I left New York and... I don't know. It's not, I don't think it's living room worthy, but I think this might be a cool like hallway piece. It's a, it's an artwork. Some artist in New York does with, with uh, glass and mirror stuff. This is a replica of, Oh, I love this 34th street. Like, yeah, that should go somewhere like a Penn station, New York city subway sign, but in art form, Kavina, like almost like in a, uh, yeah, it means something like, where, like, like where, like, where do I put this in my house? You know where that hallway, can, you know where know. that can go. Uh, in this little foyer right here, I was thinking. I was thinking or that like a foyer the, or a hallway or, or an entryway, it, the begin, the front of the house, maybe. I think it should go. Uh, I think it should go back here because this is the fun zone. Yeah. <laughs> this is in the studio. It's the fun zone. And Sarah uh, got a cool piece. Let me show you here. Um, and that should it, go, it means something to her. Sarah has a. Uh, it's it's an old it's an old map of New Braunfels, Texas, with all the old stores in it, and she got it framed. Oh yeah, put that in like the closet somewhere. I'm kidding. Yeah, that can yeah. mean something. So when you're when you're hanging shit, like you want it to mean something, right? There's got to yeah. be somewhat of a story I, behind it. I think in the age of you know this coming for me is a laugh, but in the age of minimalism, I think having one thing. Yeah, I know you said it's easier said than done. Having one thing in your main area, one focal point in your main zone in your living room is the way to go. I think if you want to have those things, that's the like, thing. I don't think, fi- like I don't think nice things is something you grow out of. I don't you look know, at it. That I know, way. but I, if you and you can alternate, you can have a nice piece for a while. You can either put it in storage or move it to somewhere else and sell it. But I think in your main area, and a lot of people don't have big open floor plans. Some people do, but I don't, 
you, but you still have you have one focus. Like Rich, I think you have one focus. Maybe put it over your fireplace or that wall that has the mirror. Something that like is where you're like, this is our piece. What about that artist? This is it. I have an idea. That's what I'm talking about. I have an idea. But you're acting like you're. That's ex- what I've been saying no, the whole but, time. But you're. But I think you're. You're making it sound like you want to get all the all this different shit and have all this stuff all over your place. No, he never said that. He never said that. He's saying. Gonna, where I you said gonna put I wanted it? that one line. Where one, but that would it? be my personal but thing one day, and I'll never get it. I doubt I'll ever get it, but. I do want one nice thing for when you come into my living room. You're like, oh, cool. It's a talking And I piece. don't have anything. I have nothing on my walls at all. Yeah. And you need a big piece, Kavino, because you have those high cathedral ceilings. So if you have a little piece of artwork, it's going to look like like midget. Are you going to put it on that shelf that you were going to jump on top of? Or are you going to put it above your couch? I think oh, who cares? Anyway, I just want yeah. to share. I, I, I'll be honest. It, it's a good conversation with you. It's a good conversation. Sophisticated Kavino and Rich. We're getting older now. Artwork in your home. I you like, know, presenting something beautiful is is part of being a grown up. I mean, like, it's not a crazy conversation, Camino. Maybe an eight thousand dollar is, is treating yourself like. Yeah. You say you go out of things, bags or whatever the case. Fuck, dude, I still want a dope ass watch. You know, I'm not going to waste money on it like I was more likely to when I was younger and stupid. But when I do have that money and I sign that million dollar contract, better believe I'm going to get myself a nice watch. And I don't think you ever grow out of that shit. It's just a matter of like overdoing it, right? Like you don't ever want to be the guy who's not humble and he just spends on opulent shit all the time. But I think it's nice to have nice things. You just don't want to go overboard. So you start thinking all these things when you're seeing the glitz and the glamour of Las Vegas and all the stores and all the shopping and all the money being spent, all the money being spent. So it's crazy to, to see it so busy again too because you know life seems back to normal here and then you know came back got ready for my night out and jordan made the reservation for dinner and i'm like where are you going she said it's just a craft steakhouse i'm like okay craft steakhouse at the mgm I'm like oh okay the mgm fine so there. we we've walked there. there and we've been there a million times high heels. what we've been there a million Cra- times together yeah, I wasn't putting it together. Isn't That's, that where Spot and yes. my ex got in a fight? Yes. Yeah, Tom Kalachi. What is it, Tom Kalachi? Yeah, Tom Hopefully you replace the memories of that Calicios. place. Tom Kalichio's Craft Steakhouse. Yeah, Tom Kalichio's Craft Steakhouse is where Spot and Layla got in the feud of all feuds where people got up and slammed shit down and walked so out. And I don't think I've been there since. Did you, we've passed it a million times. But I, I erased and overrode the crappy memory last night. That so. place has the best. If you're ever in Vegas and you go there, it has the best chef's tasting menu. I fully recommend it. Agreed. It's very pricey. But though. if you do the chef's tasting menu, make, make sure, sure everyone f- has a credit card. I don't think they had that available. They may have. I don't know. Everything's slightly different right now. Uh, as things get back to normal, I didn't see that. They, yeah, they probably had that. Jordan took a risk and, and failed. We got the, it's the hanger steak, right? No. Why? No. Yeah. I was ass. Hanger steak lie, is like ass. a, it's like a, isn't it like a flat, like, it's like almost like flank steak. Cut. It's like the end of the yeah. filet. Yeah. Of the filet part of the filet mignon. It's more like it did. It tasted like, it's not as it tasted like taco meat, really, yeah. you know? So she got that, but then we, she ended up eating mine with me. I got, the, I actually got chicken, but chicken. I had a nice time. Yeah. No, I had a nice time. And again, overrode the bad memory. I'm like, Tom Calicchios, Calicchios, whatever it is. I'm like, I've been here a million times. I had a nightmare experience there, but I went there again, had a great time. And then I had like two hours to kill. Just got some drinks in the MGM casino. And then we went to see Ka. Now, 
Rich, cause a Cirque du Soleil show that we've passed by a million times, right? There's yeah. a few of them. The O Show, Mystery, Beatles Love. There's a few. And of them. we know you weren't taking Jordan to the O Show. <laughs> Boom. I never take Jordan to the O Show. Boom. <laughs> it's a shame, really. <laughs> really? Uh well, I've seen it. I've seen that one, right? So anyway, <laughs> I've seen it. Just not. I've seen. I've been there. I just you know not I just a frequent, never, like, not a take, frequent customer. I've just never taken her there. Like I'm there when she's there, but it's like never taken. You her. know what's funny about Kava? She usually takes herself. I don't herself. know what yeah. the story's about <laughs> at mission. all. Have no idea if there was a storyline because I think there was. There was a storyline going on, but it didn't matter because it was just nonstop. It was feats of human strength. Visually stimulating, man. Just like and like, flawless. Like the it Osha. was flawless. This show was incredible, dude. Like you just sit there and you're just like, this is unbelievable. This is like this is just the most visually visually satisfying thing I've seen maybe ever. Like this is incredible. I loved it. I thought it was great. It was great. And I'd go see it again in a heartbeat, man. These the talents of these people is ridiculous. Yeah. It's just incredible, man. And it, it's a moving stage, Rich. I don't know if you've heard anything about it specifically, but the stage is is a star in its own right. I've never seen a stage like this ever that moved and did so many things for the show. It was incredible. So I totally recommend Ka. You know, it's a very touristy thing to do, but hey, when in Vegas, I've never taken Jordan to see a show out here. And we've been out here a few times. We met out here. And... It was worth it, worth every penny. I was a little, I was six rows in, so I was a little close. You could feel the heat. You could, you could feel the sound feel of the effects. the heat. Dude, and there were speakers behind your, your, your seat. So I was being stimulated visually, audibly. Like, the whole thing was wild. People flying over you and shit, doing flippy dippies. It was incredible. So, like, but visually, visual orgasm. That's the only way I could describe it. And these, and... Just flawless and talent out their ass. So a great time. And then came back, and I got to be honest, all the walking back and forth, MGM to here, the show, because I did like, you know, I had 40,000 farts on my pedometer at the end of the day. I'm spent and I'm exhausted. So, but it was, dude, it was great. So I highly recommend it. That was my day in Vegas. And today I'm probably going to see a bunch of people wearing green and drinking green beer and shit like that. It'll be a, a shit show. I'm sure if you yeah. walk down the strip, there's going to be a lot of like two for one Guinness deals and uh, green beads and leprechaun hats. And it, it might be a fun day. And it's day one of March Madness. March Madness. So what a day yeah. to be in Vegas, Kavino. Exactly. The fact that you're so, not a gambler. Out early tomorrow. So the fact that you're not a gambler is a shame because today is day one. The, the biggest we've been to March Madness in Vegas and it's a it's a scene. So you're you're actually uh coincidence picked a pretty cool time to be in Las Vegas, St. Patty's day and March madness. So, I mean, I didn't pick it. I'm here for work. So yeah. I, I just lucked out, Yeah, but you know, I'm glad I'm getting out right. You know, tomorrow morning because it's, it's already too crowded, man. You know, it really is. So I have a question. I'm, I'm, I'm good on that. Uh, I feel like the Tuesday to Friday is like the best time you could come to, uh, to wrap up the art conversation from earlier. Um, You've always been into art. I remember in, in high school, you changed the art through the ages display in your high school. So you've always been into art. It's true. Far through the ass, right? Far through the ass. How do you feel? <laughs> Mysterious, hot, sexy, tacky. How do you feel about those 
companies where like you and your significant other roll, roll, I can't even say roll, roll around naked on a canvas and that becomes the art. Fucking weak. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's sort of hot. My canvas would be all cheek. Yeah, spot. What if it was, what if you had just had a canvas of like two hands and cheeks? Like, oh, yeah, Kristen got some cheeks. Come on, man. That's Uh, the the word. The word I feel like it's not coming to me. Um, Perverse. It's perverse. It's like, I don't know. It's like, it's like, like nasty. Yeah, that's just. Yes. You know, you know who would have something like that's that? That's my ass cheek. Right. Oh, you like that stroke right there? Oh, yeah, that was my cock and balls. They were, they were painted red, and I, uh, I brushed them across the canvas. Cock name, and balls. Name, name someone. Some weird white people shit. Name someone you know that you that you think would get artwork of them rolling around naked. You. You. Me? You. You. Yeah, and a weird date. You. Yeah. You. You and Sarah who, who, go on like a bachelor retreat. Who of our... Friends and listeners, can you see doing this? That being said, people pay uh, people pay money for farts and jars. So I, why wouldn't they pay money for their own like erotic art? Yeah. They do. I, this is one of the things they do on like these dating shows. As like a, think. Who, would, who that we know, who that we know, would you not be surprised if it's like, oh, this is us uh, rolling around naked? I feel like Tony Moriello and his wife, Rowan Caitlin, Rowan Caitlin, Rowan Caitlin, yeah, <laughs> Tony, Tony. Uh, I don't know if Tony would do it. What about uh, like Nico and Dana? Oh, they could totally do it. I'm trying to think of who we know, couple wise, that you wouldn't be surprised if, like, yeah, that's our Wes and Bree. I could see that. Oh, doing that it. would for their wedding. Be... Oh, I, I might get that for their wedding gift. There you here's, go. Here's an erotic right above, the, right above the right above the fire, fireplace. Two nice cheeks. Yeah, no. those are some cheeks. And, 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 and Wes's mustache because he does the brush strokes with them. Oh my god! Imagine that image. It would just be two circles and a mustache impression. Yeah. Amazing. No, I would never do that. That's, that's just like. Congratulations, know, so guys. <laughs> yeah. If, if I was opening up like some sort of strip club, maybe I needed like, art for it's it. It's not, I don't think it's as prominent as you think. The, it's you not, it, it's not going to look like dick and cock and balls and, uh, and I've seen this done before, bro. You think I don't know what he's talking about? I don't know, bro. Let me see. I, mean, I got to see an image now. <laughs> I wouldn't do that shit. Hold on. I'm I'm fascinated by the art conversation. So I just have one more question. It has nothing to do with uh, penis. Thanks for paying attention to my car analysis. I love your car car analysis. In fact, I've been to Cirque du Soleil shows and I always find them fascinating. I'm amazed by their superhuman strength. This one was the best. This one's the best. You can say that about everyone you go to because they'll always amaze you. You'll see a dude and you're like, is he holding up three other people with one hand? And you're like, yes, he is. It's like three humans vertically stacked by like holding each other's wrists. Oh yeah, well there was one guy. He spun a. He was spinning like a girl on his finger like a basketball, <laughs> on one finger. Like here, here's this. Here's you never saw that shit. This person, my husband and I made a sex painting, and it hangs on our wall. That's, That's a nice painting. That's Come a nice on. painting. Look at that. Yeah, it's nice. They yeah, put it's lines like the kids on are gonna it. Kids are going to be so proud of it when they grow up and see mom and dad's, you know, dick look, painting. Look at that. Where's that? I don't see any here, dicks. Do you see you dicks? Serious? I don't see yeah, dicks. You would do. It. You know what? I'm going to answer the question, Rich. Spot. He would do it. Do you see dicks? I don't see dicks. Maybe Sarah and I will do it. No, I'm too hairy. I don't want to get creepy, dude. That's, cre- that's oh, what if what if there's like sharp? What if there's pubes stuck in the paint? How gross yeah, would I don't that want be? That. All right. Oh, look, that's weird. 65, that's weird. 65 like TV bucks. show dating shit. Oh, look, there's a sixty-five year, a sixty-five dollar kit. You can make one at home. I'm gonna buy that for you. Oh, sweet art piece. Now, does your artwork in your house? One last question about, it, and then uh, we'll talk about. Uh, Butt cheeks, uh, breeze butt cheeks on a canvas. Oh, people posted their own photos of it. What do you think about a really beautiful art piece versus just 
personal stuff. Like I went to someone's house once and I was so impressed with everything they had in their home had a story. I know who you speak of and I love yeah. it. Who do I speak of spot? Cause I might be thinking of multiple people. Oh, I was thinking of your ex Kristen. I remember they bought a table from like uh, oh, Bali. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, they had they, it shipped back. They they do like, have it was it was cheap there, but it was like super expensive to ship back. But it was such a beautiful table. They do have uh, they do have like pieces like that. Like yeah, we got this in Bali. We got this in Germany. Like I I have a friend, my buddy Mike. His parents. I remember going to their house and they're like everything: the coffee table, the lamp, the end table, the. I don't know the bowl that they served popcorn in like everything was like, Oh, that was from our trip to Colorado. That's when we were in Maui. That's when we were in Germany. That was like their house was one, nothing really matched, but it was a mix mosh of their life together. And I'm like, yo, that might be cooler than like making sure everything matches. Mm, I don't like that as much. I mean, you gotta have some sort of like something going on where it goes at least. Oh, look at these. These are unique salt and pepper shakers. Ah, yes. That was our trip to uh, the Dominican in 89. Like like everything they had in their house was a, like a piece from somewhere. And I'm like, it's a story of their life. You know, I think it's cool. It's, I like, I like it. Right. Maybe you want to think you you need something to go though. You know, like, I don't know. I don't want like, uh, Oh, this is Mexican art mixed with African art mixed with, you know, I just that, that doesn't vibe with me. Speaking of sex art, are there people do, we, do are there pictures and then people next to it of their sex work? No, I was saying. Oh, I thought you were showing. I thought there was a photo gallery where it's like here's the couple, here's their art. But Rich, to to back up what you're saying though, I agreed a thousand percent that it should mean something. You know, yeah. it's like a tattoo. I, it's like the same thinking as getting a tattoo. Like you're not just going to put some, I mean, some people do and it's stupid. Yeah. Put I, some stupid shit on you. You want it to have some sort of story or meaning behind it. I feel like I Otherwise, used to do, uh, you do that. I feel like I used to do that shit all the time when I was younger. Like I would have stuff in my house that meant nothing because I was just trying to decorate and I was like 20 something like, oh, this uh, beautiful uh, cheap picture you hung of like a beach and a, a bridge. I'm like, yeah, t- honestly, it means nothing. It was like at the store. <laughs> like, so I'm like, I don't know. I don't want that shit anymore. I don't want, it looks cool. I saw it at the store. You're right. I want family photos, paintings from places I've been You, I think you start to want to more personalize your home. Right. Yeah. I mean, and again, that's where the mindset goes when you're Sexy. seeing people spending all this money. Now, while the, while you're away, Kavino, I wanted to ask you one more question that I saw in a news alert today. One of the things that might be going away due to lack of jobs, not lack of jobs, lack of, lack of people wanting these jobs. Here's, here's sexy paint people. Oh, sexy paint people. These look yeah, like, that's great. These look like normal uh, couples. Sexy paint people. Look at this couple. She's hot, I would. I think I'm, I'm going to... I think I'm going to do a sexy. Paint? I think that's what I'm going to do with Sarah. Look, this is the sexy paint people looking at their sexy paint. Look at photo. that creep. Go up and look at that creep. He's got red paint on his nose. What a dork. You want to be like that guy? Let me hold on. He's got uh, nice pecs. <laughs> sexy paint people. Look at these sexy paint people. Yeah, look, there's Richard really Sarah. Weird, <laughs> weird people. You think that's what my wife and I look like in your eyes? Thank you. You're just two cheesy white people. Sorry. Yeah, what, weird people, a banana peel away from swinging with other couples doing this. Right. Guaranteed. Here's, here's you and uh, Sarah. Yeah, that's me. You're right. I don't know. I think oh, it's no. sort of cool. This is you and Sarah. I think it's sort of cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's you. I don't know who that is. Well, anyway. Sexy I know people. art's subjective, but I mean, that looks like ass. And, and pun Literally. intended. 
Pun or, or, or what about this? What about taking your kids' artwork and framing it all nice? Because sometimes kid shit looks so abstract that you're like, oh, what is that? No, that's my kid's finger painting. Right, yeah, get the right shit. Yeah, absolutely. Like Emmy, Emmy did, did some fucking watercolor the other day, and I looked at him like, yo, if framed, someone someone could be like, oh, that's very abstract. What, who is that? Oh, it's uh, Emmy. Emmy. Yes. <laughs> There. Emmy Kincaid. Um, could be now something that might be going away because of uh, no one wants to work anymore. Thank you, Kim Kardashian. How do you feel about having to request a hotel room cleaning? It's no longer going to be automatic for a lot of hotel chains moving forward. Like you have I to don't want them in my room anyway, man. Once so you settle I in, you're do like, do not disturb up. Do you keep the do not disturb the whole time you're there? I do, which is ironic because I'm in here like. Gotta get up and getting down with the sickness. Get up and getting down with the sickness. You know, but I, I do have the do not disturb sign up outside. Um, yeah, I don't like being disturbed. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, you know what? I forgot to put the do not disturb oh. last time I was in Vegas a few oh, days ago. People like, you know, rummaging through my belongings and then have to deal with like, yeah, where's my chain that I had? Like, I don't even want to take those chances. I, I don't, I never think of the eye of the Vato like you do. I'm Maybe thinking, I'm thinking more, I'm thinking like, do I really need my bed sheets tucked in or could they, are they fine the way they are? Is it a waste of time and effort and resources to be like, Oh, new towels and new sheets. Like just maybe leave it. I don't it's know. Just, yeah, well, your towels, you should hang up. You should conserve water. Anyway, most yeah. hotels actually uh, encourage you to hang up your towel because you're wasting energy. Yeah. Uh, for the bed, get yourself a woman who makes the bed every, uh, when you stay at a hotel. My wife makes the ho- the bed like she is the maid. Like she t- she tucks everything in. She, she can't make little swans out of towels. No, she does. She smooths everything out. She fluffs the pillow. Like she, she will make fully make she the bed. She can't fold the toilet paper the way they she fold can. it, though. She can. In a triangle. She, she actually used to clean uh, hotel rooms when she was a teen. Yeah. Um, but what is she Ruth from Ozark? Probably <laughs> she did in, in long legs. She used to clean hotel rooms for extra Marty, Marty, um, Marty, but yeah, she'll, she, Fuck it's you, like, Marty. you don't need think about it. Are you changing your bed sheets every, they're not even changing the bed sheets. To, they're just making the bed. I need to travel with Kristen is uh, that's what I got out of this. Seriously. She like, she'll clean. If we go to an Airbnb, she'll clean the house. Like it's our own house. Let me tell you, I, during our super, than, during yeah. our Super Bowl party, I told Spot's wife, chill out, sit with Emmy, watch a show, do like chill. Your wife insisted upon yeah. like That's why we work. That's why we work together, because I'm messy. She insisted she on cleaning up. Clean. I'm like, Kristen, leave the shit. We'll get it when everyone leaves. And all of a sudden I see your wife like scrubbing pans and stuff. I'm like, stop. Yeah, she loves be she loves a clean house. Keep going. <laughs> all right. Um, so okay, let me cross that off. Hotels. Do not disturb. Yeah. You know what do most not people disturb. However, I must. David Draymond style. I don't like people in if I don't need them in. And and what they do here at Sassy Hotels, like you just hit a button. It's not even you hang the little thing on the doorknob anymore. You hit a little button, and there's a little light, and it's like, don't bother me. Well, that's for usually suite-type places. Like I know Vidar is a suite hotel. We'll do that. Don't bother yeah. me. Like I've seen. Ferrari. Ferrari. What are you bothering me for? Yeah. That's that. Uh, housekeeping. Ask yourself this question, Kavino. Housekeeping. As we move Forgot on. Forgot it. As, as Kavino, Kavino while you're there, while you're there and you're at the sports book watching all the uh, degenerates gamble on March Madness, why don't you put a bet on those jankies to not win anything? They are, uh, are they losing the free agency sweepstakes or what? I saw you bitching about that on your IG story. 
Yeah, man. I told you Brian Cashman was trending. You were like, <laughs> thought I was full of shit. Everyone thinks he's dropping the ball because they're the Yankees. They had a goal, and it was to get like Carlos Correa, Freddie Freeman, or somebody. They got nobody. Well, they they re-signed Rizzo, but they already had him. So it's not yeah. like they got him. They well, already had him. Looks like Freddie um, Freeman. Freddie Freeman, Dodgers. Correa. Yeah, I, I got all, I got all this for the rando news of the day. Yeah, no, I just I just thought you might be a little bummed out being that you're a big Yankees fan, and I saw that. I think it sucks. I, I see a lot of memes being like, "Yo, the Yankees like." After all the big free agents and all the possible trade options, it's like, all right, Josh Donaldson, that's the big move the Yankees made. The weakest. 36-year-old Josh Donaldson? That's the, that's the, do? that's yeah, the big who move. Who had beef with Garrett Cole anyway? Like, it's, it's a weak, weak move. And baseball is, what, three weeks away? Yeah. So you, spring training has begun as of today, guys. Listen, good, good teams, you know, listen, good teams emerge out of nowhere. You know, you get some of the right players, like all of a sudden the Royals out of nowhere were good. Then they sucked again. But, you know, a, a, you get a couple key pieces, a couple young players that are sweet. You could get good quick. But how do you feel about Chris Bryant going to the Rockies? I feel like the Rockies are so irrelevant. How do I feel about it? You feel I like, feel like, it was like, a, like he got a nice payday. He'll be hitting he seven, seven years, $182 million. That's what made him go to and, Colorado. And you know what? His numbers... In Colorado, will be pretty sweet because you know, Colorado. So Chris Bryant goes from. Are, are we getting into the news? I'm just having, a, com- right I'm having a conversation with you. If you want to call it news, feel free. I mean, I'm just asking about. I'm just asking about Chris Bryant. Um, the news? Yeah, I guess so. Sports. There's lots of sports news. Oh, sports. So if you're going to give me some sports news spot. Yeah, hit it. Sports. It's called structure, Rich. We do a show, right? Yeah, but I mean, like, categorized under sports, sports news. Sports. I mean, that's what we're doing. Like, you just jumped into the Yankees and stuff. So, there's lots of moves being made in sports. Yankees dropping the ball. Pun intended. Freddie Freeman goes to the Dodgers. So, he was the hot chick. The Dodgers got him. Their lineup is stacked. Six years, $162 million. Freddie Freeman is a Dodger. And when you read through all the feedback and when you do further investigating, like his wife was all about the West Coast life anyway. Like his wife was all LA. I think she's from the area. There was really no chance of him ever coming to New York unless they came up with some crazy offer that he couldn't refuse. So Freddie Freeman just, again, he's the fourth MVP, former MVP in that Dodgers lineup. This, I think they're one of the only teams to have four former MVPs in the lineup, on the team. Insane. They're so stacked, it's ridiculous. Yo, his so wife, Freddie Freeman's a dog. Well, think about it. Freddie Freeman's good-looking. Uh, Kavino's, Kavino's mom has a crush on Freddie Freeman. He's a handsome guy. They got a good-looking family. Oh, Spot, I mean, do you expect him to not have a good-looking family? It's a superstar yeah. athlete that's a handsome Guys, guy himself. 100, 162 million. I'll say this. His kid's got a huge noggins. Spot. Look at the noggins Spot. on those twins. He's a, Spot, he's a handsome superstar in sports. Did you think he was going to have an ugly wife and weird kids? I, I mean, know. sometimes players' wives are a little bit, uh, throw me off. Uh, he definitely has a like few base, Peter Licks. I feel like uh, baseball doesn't always get the, the hotties. Always. I mean, I know there's exceptions. Now, what I thought was interesting is people got all weird about Freddie Freeman leaving the Braves. His last at-bat was a home run. His last fielding play was catching the last out of the World Series. So the guy couldn't have gone out on a like a sweeter note. Like, like as far as perfect, like 
His last at-bat was a home run. His last catch in the field was the third out of the World Series. So he leaves accomplishing everything he needed to in Atlanta. And you know what? People just love the the fun of like, yo, what a homegrown guy. Because they ended up getting that dude Adams. And Matt Adams and Freddie Freeman have very similar stats. So it's sort of like a push, to be honest. Like, people love to... You talking about Olsen? I'm sorry. Did I say what I say? Adams? Yeah. Matt Olsen. Is it Matt? Who is it? Yeah. Olsen from the athletics, from the ace. Yeah, yeah. He He's a... Dude's a stud. Yeah, his numbers are ridiculous. Matt Olsen. Why did I say Matt Adams? Matt Olsen, his numbers are literally identical to Freddie Freeman. So anyone that's like, man... And he's younger. And he's, he's younger. 32. Freddie Freeman, I think, is 36. So, I mean... Something like that. Anyone that thinks they know what's going to happen in baseball, or any sport for that matter, as we love to point out, is full of malarkey because no one knows. Like, I see people... Trying to get under my skin saying, Mets are going to suck again. They very well could. The Mets could win 100 games and DeGrom and Scherzer and everyone could light it up. Good use or, of the word malarkey. Or the, uh, the Mets could win 80 games and be the biggest letdown ever. You could say the same about the Braves. You could say the Dodgers win 120 games because they're that stacked. Or the Dodgers could get hurt and win 90 games, make the playoffs. You don't know. No, else no one knows. If you Freddie knew. Freddie uh, woman. Pretty she's, stacked, but that lineup, stacked. the Dodgers lineup is stacked, guys. Dodgers lineup, yeah. they just got way better. It's crazy. They're stacked. already a great team who got even better. And don't quote me on the stacked. ages. All I know is Olsen is younger than Freddie Freeman. Um, in other baseball news, Rich mentioned it. Giants got rid of Chris Bryant, or should I say Chris Bryant went to the Rockies for seven years, $182 million. Yeah. Like We're talking getting paid. Yeah. Jock Peterson is leaving the Braves, Rich. He's going to the Giants, one year, $6 million. I have a question. And then the biggest surprise yesterday, I think, was Von Miller going from the Rams to the Bills for a six-year deal, $120 million. I'm imagining that the Rams awesome. didn't want to give him that long of a contract. That, That's what I'm guessing. And the Bills just got... Another key piece. Think about the Bills. Ever they they played in the best playoff game of the year last year, where they, uh, they lost to the Chiefs. And you know, people love to say that that was the game of the year. It was. Bills and Chiefs were the two best teams game of the year. They ended up, you know, beating the shit out of each other. And the in the best playoff game we may have ever seen. Add Von Miller to that already great team. Buffalo might be the team to beat now. Looking good, Crazy. Buffalo. And he announced that on social media. People are like, really? To the Bills, so moves are being made, making money moves in the NFL, baseball. Freddie Freeman, the biggest story by far, because everyone was waiting to see where he went, and he's a Dodger, and it's kind of gross. And you're right. People are really – people expect – you know what it is? People – it's like Los Angeles as a, as, a, as a city, Rich. It's not what it once was. People expect – everybody to want to go play for New York and it's just not what it once was. No one wants to live in LA anymore. No one wants to play for the Yankees anymore the way they used to, you know, the no world the is, the, the world is smaller. Everyone's like, yeah, do I really need, why would I, why do I want to play for the Yankees? I'll be honest. You know, it sounds crazy because the things that used to lure people to the Yankees, Kavino, mm -hmm. you know, how sometimes the, what someone could love about you is what they also end up hating about you. Mm hmm. The Yankees history, the expectation, the everyone's got a clean shave and the pinstripes and earn your pinstripes and, hey, I'm from the Bronx, hey, oh. Like what used to be the, oh, I want to play for the Yankees. Might, if there's some young player from the Midwest, he might be like, fuck that noise. He may yeah. say, I want nothing to do with the, the pressure of playing in New York, the annoying fans, the expectation, earn your pinstripes. 
yo, a guy like Chris Bryant's like, yo, I'm going to chill in Colorado, hit 40, 50 home runs, and no one's going to bother me. Jason Nichols says the money Atlanta offered Freeman would have been even when you factor in the taxes and cost of living in California. Again, which is why most people don't want to live in California anymore. It used to be a a sought out sort of fantasy destination to live in LA, to live in California, just like playing for the Yankees was like the dream, but not for like today's younger person. uh... Just not as alluring as it used to be. It seems that way anyway. And Rich, speaking of your Mets, Robinson Cano apologized to everybody yesterday. I don't know if you saw that. I did. Um, They're they're saying while he is later in his career and he's not the Robinson Cano, Robbie Cano, don't you know? He's not the Cano of the Yankees and Mariners. But if Cano could be a bottom of the lineup, Good left-hand bat? Like, he's a, he could be the prime DH for the new DH in the National League. If the Mets have Robbie Cano batting, like, seventh and hitting, like, 25 home runs, like, that would be fantastic. Buck Walter said at a press conference, Robbie Cano is the type of guy that could hit until he's 65. So you might get some production out of this yeah. guy. He said his goal is to make all the people that shit on him as a Met because he got in trouble for using steroids and he was out for the past right. two years or whatever. All I, He's, his goal is to get them to cheer for him again, and he apologizes to everybody. So I, I think you could see a good good season from Robbie Cano. We'll see. Yeah, There's no excuses. All I know is that I, c- I can't live in the past. Just move on from now yeah. on and just go there and keep being the same Robbie Cano that I've always been. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people surprised that Robbie Cano is still playing baseball because yeah. last you heard, he got in trouble. That was it. But, yeah, he's, he's bigger now. But... Remember when you he know, had that, that big fat contract? Uh, that seemed huge. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because remember Jay Z? He was with right. uh, he was with Jay Z's company, and he got that Seattle Mariner Mondo deal. Um, you know, Kavino, you made a great point though. Like the lore of New York for an athlete is not what it was in the seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands. Like, Hey, come play for the Yankees. Why? So I have to shave my stubble. So I have to live in the most expensive place. So my family and friends and everyone could berate me because the fans are brutal. No, I think I'm going to go play in uh, St. Louis. Like, and it doesn't have the magic that it had in in the nineties. Like you said, they're not winning teams anymore. They're not winning the way they used. It's not automatic the way it once was. Those Derek Jeter years are gone. Yeah. not, Not to mention you're not playing with, the I mean, they're all good athletes. So don't get me wrong. Yeah. But you're not playing with those superstars that you like always idolized growing up, like that stacked lineup of the Yankees. You know? No, for sure. It's um, just you know, it's a couple good players, and, and then it's just another team. It it is uh, it is interesting. I feel like I had one more point about MLB heating up. I have a question. Yeah. As you think of your thought, oh, I know what it was. Go ahead. Are all these uh, changes happening now because of the lockout? Because I feel like usually all these big moves are usually made. By yeah, the they, were, they were postponed. Okay. They were that's postponed. That's why I was curious So that, that's why these are last minute things as spring training it kicks starts, off. Yeah. Shortened spring training. The season starts before you know it. But everything's falling into place now. So ta-da. And I think the big question, Mark Cavino, on your team to wrap up the, the foosball baseball talk. Is it Aaron Judge or is it Stanton? One of them's unvaccinated. I don't think they've confirmed it yet, but they asked Aaron Judge about it, and he gave like a very vague I, answer. I'm pretty sure Aaron Judge, they're, the, yeah. the, the digging they're doing is that Aaron Judge won't be able to play 
it's Judge because they I saw him asked about it and he didn't like. Yeah. He gave like a like I said a very vague response. That's that's the the actual headline says uh, Aaron Judge vague because it, does, yeah. it doesn't know they didn't know, they don't now, know either now, way. Now eighty one games, and then any game against the Blue Jays because Toronto and and Canada has that rule. So you're looking at you're looking at stand, uh, Aaron Judge if he is not vaccinated, we're talking close to a hundred games out of one sixty two. He's like nah. Yeah, that's. That's insane. And, and you, and you know, my, I talked to my dad about it and I go, dad, you're in New York. I don't know the, I don't know the local feel of what's going on. I'm like, I know he listens to Rosenberg and Michael K every day. And I'm like, yo, what's the scoop? And my dad's like, well, to be honest, here's the problem. And I'm like, all right, dad, all right, what's the problem? Everyone wants Kyrie to play. Everyone thinks it's silly. And they're like, yeah, let judge or any Met or Yankee, let him play vaccine or not. Like, we're, we're trying to move past it, right? He said the mayor and the, and the city is in a tough spot because yeah. just months ago, thousands of workers were fired because they weren't vaccinated. Right. So he's like, so thousands of workers were fired because they weren't vaccinated. They've since been replaced. So now if you lift it and say, oh, Kyrie Irving, go play basketball. Some guy that worked for the city lost his pension. and all, He's going to say, oh, so... I didn't matter, but the guy making $30, $40 million dribbling a basketball, you'll lift well, that for him. I saw the... You're, you're dealing with thousands of city workers that lost their jobs, and now you're going to be like, yeah, but guys, I mean, Aaron I Judge, saw, bro. I saw Aaron the, Judge. I saw the mayor speak <laughs> about this. You're not lifting it for Aaron Judge, right? Hold you're on. lifting it because we're in a different place. I, I know, but, but still. On. I saw the mayor speak about this until they actually lift the mandate. He's like, you're putting the lives of three people. Kyrie... <laughs> Uh, two Yankees. Yep. I don't know how many Mets are, but it's like you're putting the lives of, let's say, uh, under 10 people against the lives of millions of New Yorkers. Can't and, do it. And, y- you know, I understand that sports is a big industry, but you can't send that message to people. And I understand it. You know, I, I take what you want, your view about the vaccines and mandates and all this shit. It's a rule. That needs to be abided. It's by. not a matter of, you know, it's not a matter of vax or anti-vax. Oh, you believe it's not a political thing. It's now just it's a rule. Now it's just a. Sorry, it's a it's uh, an ordinance. I'm telling you, it's not a it's not a matter of pro or anti-vax. It's not a matter of how you feel about COVID. It's deeper now because what was in place. You know what it's like. It's like, you know, think of all the people that got locked up for fucking smoking a joint. Because they were a minority, they had bad lawyers, and they they got caught with a bag of weed, and they went to jail. And then that state's like, yeah, weed's legal, and a bunch of people like, yeah, pass it up. The people in jail, like, yo, I'm in jail for something you guys are chilling and doing. That's ridiculous. I think that's that's sort of the analogy you could come up with when you're like, so they lift this, and it's like, yeah, Aaron Judge, go hit home runs, buddy. And some guys like, I work for the the sanitation department for 25 years and lost my pension, but whoa, you know. I think I think there should have been like suspensions, not firings. Yeah, I agree. I hate Um, to state the obvious, though, right? But the weed scenario you gave, they did that when it was against the law i know right i mean so it makes sense but it doesn't and i'm glad yeah. it's not my problem to handle to be honest you know because like, i don't know what they're going to do about just it because and, and all these names haven't been released it could be more than two or three people we don't know that just because you don't believe in something doesn't mean that you still don't have to abide by it 
Yeah. You know, like I, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like uh, if I want to park my car on the side of the road on alternate side of the street cleaning days, I think I should be able to park oh, there, but you know what? My car is oh. going to get towed. Richie, Richie, what you don't realize, uh, dad, what don't I realize? If the nets go into the playoffs right now, they'd be scheduled to play a seven game set versus the Toronto Raptors in which Kyrie would not be able to play any of the games because it's New York and Canada. So Kyrie would be out the whole series. Oh, shit. So yeah. it's not Trauma like, show. hey, if like they play the Sixers, Kyrie could play four of the seven games, right? Hey, but you know what? That's the choice yeah. that Kyrie made. You know, that's the choice that Aaron Judge made and who, all these other players that we don't even know yet have made. So as, uh, as Brother Kane said on a throwback Thursday, you lie in the bed you make. Yeah. I listen. It's a, song it's, you don't, it's a song you don't know. Most I, people don't. I really, I you know, I really don't think Cavino. It's a political vax anti-vax conversation. I really do think it's a matter of like, how do you feel about changing a rule after that rule affected a lot of people and quickly changing it? Yeah, but this thing has <laughs> been ever changing, right? And I think we are in a place where that mandate should be lifted, regardless of of Aaron Judge well, or of, Kyrie. So think of any I don't rule. know why. Anyone's going to make it out like they're only doing it for these guys when no, we're doing it because everyone's moved past it already. Think about this. It could be something so stupid. Let's take it away from losing your job. Spot, do you remember when we worked at Clear Channel iHeart back in the day? I do. I never quite made it to the iHeart round, but yes. Neither did I. I was still there when it was Clear Channel. But we well, work, for iHeart. work for iHeart. We work for iHeart. Yeah, you work for iHeart now, yeah, now. Well, now with uh, Fox. At least they signed my checks. So, Kavino, back then in the iHeart Clear Channel days, when you were working at a New York City radio station, they gave you free parking. And you might say, oh, big deal. But free parking in New York is like $800 a month in the city. And you're talking about a parking garage that a daily parking would be like 50, 60 bucks. I never got parked. Now, here's the thing. If you started after a certain day, that was no longer grandfathered into the contract. So half the employees had free oh. parking. And the new guys, maybe like Spot, were like, well, what the fuck? So I have to pay for parking? Yeah, sorry, you're the new guy. Yeah, but the guy you hired a month ago gets free parking. I have to pay 50 bucks to park? Hey, rules changed. Sorry, bud. Yeah, but everyone, all these other people get free parking. And I'll the lot is $800 a month. Sorry, new rule. I mean, so I understand. I mean, we all get lessons sports in are, life that sports teach are, us that life's not fair, right? Sports are great and all, but a lot of people did die. So maybe just adhere to the rules for a bit and then yeah, and the go rules, on your but again, you got to adjust the rules accordingly too. You can't be dragging your feet just because you fired a bunch of people a few months ago. Yeah, it's a tricky one spot because Kyrie gets to sit in the stadium in the arena next to his teammates because fans don't need to be vaccinated. There's 25,000 people in the stands. No worries. 10 feet away on the court. His teammates are playing. It's a little silly, but again, Rules are rules are rules. You always say, I hate rules. I do for reasons like this, but rules are rules. Rules are, they ain't no rules. Rules are rules. They just need to be adjusted appropriately and accordingly and timely. So that's the update there. Hey, yep. speaking of sports, this is more, Spot, this is more of the rando news of the day. You want oh, to the, some rando my news? favorite, my favorite intro. Live from Las Vegas. Las Vegas. News. News. Aaron it's sports related, but not really. Aaron Gobra. Listen. 
Mike Tyson is selling. I'm selling weed gummies. I got to get my hands on these. I'm selling weed gummies. They're How do I get them? Bites. How do I get them? They're called Mike Bites. And I don't know if you noticed, but Evander Holyfield, he, he's, a, he's a wonderful man. A lot of people praise me. I'm not worthy of praise. Praise to Allah. Praise to Evander Holyfield. He's a wonderful person. And I unfortunately, he bit his ear, as you guys remember. Yeah, of course. And now he's selling <sighs> little pieces of Evander Holyfield's ear, known as Mike Bites, and they're Shouldn't weed gummies. Evander Holyfield be selling these? But they're Holyfield's ear. But it's I, I the think, ear I think, with I, a bite out of it, which is even worse. I thought it was they're, just ears. They're, they're gummies in the shape of an ear. But with a bite <laughs> in them. How many milligrams yeah. in each? Uh, let's see. 10 milligram bites? I don't know. Rich? <laughs> 10 milligram little ears? Get me some oh, of those bad boys. I'll, I want to try these on the say. show. Fuck, we reach out to get some Mike, Mike bites? bites? You, you reach out. You went to his branch. Why don't mean you have a clandestine conversation about the the the... The, the impetuous styles of my mic bites. Yeah. Ten, 10 milligrams. Take one and a half, two of those. You'll be, you'll be feeling nice. You'll be zooming Mike Tyson style. You'll be biting ears off. I'll be fe- I'm thinking really <laughs> reflective. Like I asked Mike, why Evander Holyfield's ear? And maybe why not a little like Mike Tyson head? And he said, well, that would just be self aggrandizing So I figured I'd pay tribute to someone worthy of praise. I'm not worthy of praise. I'll buy him, Spot. We don't need to, a freebie. I'm, I want to get these Tyson ear bites. Mike bites. I just, uh, uh, I went to the weed shop yesterday, Sarah and I, and uh, I, they were not there. I did not see Mike Tyson ear bites yet. Let's see. How do I buy these? By the way, it was the first oh, time Sarah, oh, it was the first time Sarah went into um, the weed shop I go to because yeah. grandma and grandpa. <clears throat> you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Something went. <laughs> Are you okay? Uh, Are you sure? Maybe that's maybe that's uh, a Ooh. sign that you should be at the weed shop with your beautiful wife. No, so we we went to the weed shop because Sarah's okay. like uh, we we had a. We had a little appetizer and a drink the other night, and Sarah's like, "Let's go, let's go to the weed shop. I've never been. I you always, I always just tell you what to get, but I've never been there." And Sarah was like, "Super inquisitive girl," and I'm like, "Let's just get what we need." She's like, T- "Can you tell me the difference between this and this?" And we we were there for like they're so hour. knowledgeable. These places. they are so knowledgeable. Sarah's like, "What about they for like my college?" Sarah's like, "What about during the day when I'm doing Zoom meetings and I really need to focus in my AD, my ADHD, and I, I just can't focus in?" And like this one right here, like my Sarah was like Captain Inquisitive, but she got what she needed. It was just it was a pro, it was a process, and these people do know everything they're talking about. So I am curious to try the Mike bites. Mike bites. I can't find out how many milligrams are in Mike them. bites. Mike bites. Mike bites. So that's big news. Hey, how did this happen? Am I missing something? Juicy Smollett is released. Yeah. yeah. Juicy um, Smollett released pending that. appeal of his. Yeah. Of his conviction. He had 150 days to, to serve and he's out like, oh, this guy's an asshole. Why? Wait, 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 I don't on, care if on. it throw him back in. He's hold a jerk. On, off hold on. What's his name? Juice, juicy Smollett. Juicy Smollett. Oh, juicy. Oh, juicy. So released juicy pending approval of his conviction. He was supposed to be there for 150 days. Lawyers walked him out. Now he's home chilling. Yeah, he gets to like, do the. He gets to. He's released. 
for the appeal process, which is typical in cases like that. It's just he's got the money and the bail and everything. So, yeah, until they do the appeal. I get it, but fuck him. So whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and by the way, I, I think we all say his name wrong because of Dave Chappelle. Is it Ju- uh, Jesse Smollett? Jussie, Jussie Smollett. Jussie, is it Smollett? Smollett? Or I feel like Dave Chappelle was like Juicy Smollett and we just all repeat Dave Chappelle. I don't know anymore. I feel I like it's cr- just- I am quoting Dave Chappelle. You're right when yeah. I say Juicy Smollett. No, but, but Juicy Smollett, Smollett. I think it's yeah. Jussie Smollett. I, I think we all repeat Dave Chappelle. I don't think it's Smollett. It could be wrong. I don't know. He, but uh, yeah, I think but that's a horseshit story more, and he should get a horseshit punishment. Yeah, like the more it unravels, I'm just like this person, he, at every turn, he's just a shit bag. I, I read yeah, a big time. shit bag. I, I don't care if this is standard like procedure. He, Keep that jerk off in jail. Like, you know, not only did he fake his attack, he faked uh, letter death threats and letters. Um, he claimed that he was, uh, uh, you know, going to be attacked. Let's remember prison. the ramifications um, here, like, and how divisive they were. Like, you had people thinking he was beaten up by white dudes and shit. Like, fuck that guy. And he hired his black personal trainers to fake jump him. Yeah. And I read, I read all the details on this. And you know what the funny part is? Not that there's a funny part. It's a terrible story. Here, here's the thing. He's doubled down and he's still adamant that like, no, no, like it's uh, I, I really did. Like this really happened. Like he is well, straight he up. That. He said he's innocent in his little speech. Before they put him in jail. Yeah, he said he said he's innocent. And what, what's wild is that when they were doing the investigation, he was the first person to say, no, no, you don't need my phone. Because you know why? He didn't think they'd go that deep into the investigation. And his phone had interactions with... His phone had interactions with the people that fake jumped him. And he was like, no, nah, no, nah, you don't need to see my phone. And very quickly... Part of, part of the settlement, you realize that he owes the city of Chicago and the police department hundreds of thousands of dollars because of the wasted resources and time. And overtime, cops were paid overtime to investigate a fake situation. Imagine that. Imagine your Uncle Joe, who's a yeah, cop, and his whole wasting crew. Wasting time. This guy, that's why I'm saying this guy's a jerk off. And what was he trying to accomplish? <laughs> Fuck that guy. Get him back in jail. Right. Think about what he was trying to do. He was trying to become yes. the face the face of racism. Right. And, and like, he, it, it was a self-serving shitty. Like, so for, for people that actually did suffer, it's, it, it, you know, it's, it's like the people who claim uh, assault and yeah, all that it, kind of stuff on, for attention. On a, lesser, on a lesser level, this is like the woman. Rape and this all that is kind of, the, yeah. On sexual, a lesser level. For and all the country the, don't need that shit. No, Fuck for, that guy. No, there's, for, there's enough real shit to, exactly, to deal with. Yeah. We don't need the fake shit yeah. for your own uh, uh, self-aggrandizement. Yeah. That's a good word spot. Self-aggrandizement. Because it's, it is, it is, uh, it's, a, it's a terrible comparison because they're both terrible situations, but you're right. For the, for the woman that fakes assault or fakes rape and then what that does to all the women that were real victims right right that's so all the people that faking a hate crime when there's plenty of real hate crimes going on there's plenty there's plenty of african-americans asians people around the country that are victims of real hate crimes and this jerk off is faking it to get attention don't forget. Yes, pathetic. Don't forget Wasting the ma- the police hats, time, and, and now we're easy. Oh, fuck this guy. And he tried to anyway. make it political by saying, oh, yeah, the people that attacked me were wearing MAGA hats. Like, he, oh. Like, Dude, everything about it is weak. So. I'm innocent, I tell you. Yeah, this guy could beat it. Hey, <laughs> moving on. Netflix. Oh. According to the Today Show, Netflix announced that they're finally going to start charging people who share the accounts and share the passwords. So they're testing it out in, like, foreign yeah. countries. Um, but yeah, there's going to be a fee 
where you once if you're sharing an account once when you log in you have the option to share the account but for a, a lesser rate so like let's say 2.99 a month you can have additional people on your account i pay so the, i pay the thing. maximum because everyone in my family uses my password. Right. So I think I pay like 20 bucks, but my sister, my dad, I hope they realize what might happen. Oh, yep. no. So they're finally figuring that out. How am um, I going to watch st- Sweet Magnolias? Kanye. Steel Magnolias? No, Sweet Kanye Magnolias. West is in the news again. Kanye. His Kanye. IG was suspended. Yep. For one day. 24, they gave him a 24-hour suspension. No, you know what they gave him? They, they, they treat him like a child. He got a timeout, Kavino. He got a timeout because he was saying some... He was slandering Trevor Noah. That was the final straw, I guess. Not all the harassing he's doing to Skeet Davidson and his ex-wife. He called Trevor Noah a few things that went against the guidelines... And they suspended him for 24 hours. Trevor Noah. But he's also had, in a he's also in a, a, an online beef with DL Hughley. I saw back that back and forth. Yeah, Kavino. I'm not a. I don't hate on Trevor Noah. Is a, he's a good broadcaster, a comedian, I suppose. But uh, I, I feel like he has become prog- uh, progressively eye rolly to me. Like oh, I, so I, I watch a lot of his yeah. clips. Uh, his shit pops up on my on my feed a lot, and I'm like. Everything I watch, he's thought out, but he's eye rolly thought out. So he's a smart guy, but I'm like, yo, stop pandering so much. Like he is eye rolly pandering to a level where I'm like, yo, there have been plenty other, there have been plenty of other liberal talking heads that aren't as pandering as this guy. Yeah, he annoys me really, like a lot. Like, and speaking and, of and the his, his take on Joe Rogan and his take on Kim and Kanye, both of those things, I'm like. And don't yeah, think, never like and dude, don't think it has to do with being liberal. Like I love, I adore Bill Moore, even though he's gotten a little bit more like he eye rolls. A, a you like John Oliver. Well. I love John Oliver who recently got some flack. And so I love liberalism with actual humor, not like eye rolly. Like let's just shit on everybody, but not make it fun. <laughs> You know, yeah, and again mm-hmm. for conversations, I like, like good points. Personal, maybe Trevor Noah is a swell fellow. I don't know. I never met him, so. But I, I'm with you, Rich. I feel the same way when I watch this shit. Um, in in other Kanye drama, maybe it's the accent. Kim, no, I love John Oliver. <laughs> Kim said that Pete Davidson has a tattoo that says, "My girl is a lawyer." So I don't know if you saw that. He was rocking something that said Kim on his chest, oh, but apparently that's a branding. It's a brand. That's how they describe it. I'm not sure. Again, this is all according to yeah, E like, online. Uh, like the Yellowstone brand, like uh, Rip from Yellowstone. It's got a brand like on his chest. Yeah. So, which means, if you guys remember, which Steve means sent the picture to Kanye in bed. He's like, I'm in bed with your ex-wife. And it said Kim on his chest. She said that's a branding of sorts. Yeah, but he brand? has an actual tattoo. She said one of my favorites is his tattoo that says my girl is the lawyer. So this dude already has a brand. Well, I mean, he I mean, we know that he in past uh, yeah. anyone he dates, he gets a tattoo of them. But a, a branding is a little bit different than a tattoo. I feel that the scarring is different and you can't really cover it up. I mean, I don't know if it's one of those. I think it is. Or if it's some sort of ink branding. I don't know what the no, fuck it is. No, the, the branding is like, as Spot said, Yellowstone I know what branding style. is, but how do you know there? It didn't look like that in the picture I saw. So maybe it's some different well, sort of branding. I mean, I'll tell you what. I saw him hanging with terrible Terry Funk. So I think he was branded. I remember that. Oh, yeah. was that I remember that. That's uh, so that's the update there. And Rich... Rando news of the day to wrap it up. I, I saw this. I thought it was pretty cool. One of the coolest haircuts 
I've ever seen these eyes have ever seen. Maybe there's something to these like tattooed skinny emo guys. There is. I think maybe that's their permanent loves. Maybe that's they'll find this and then they'll that's it for life. They've made it for life. I mean, apparently their relationship is still going strong. Kim but. Kim Kardashian said oh, on Ellen what? that it was a brand. A month later, two months later, I said that. Yeah, but like it is. Are you? I don't think it's the branding that we know. It, I don't, it doesn't look that way. It's black. It, it's pu- it's puffy off the skin, right? Like that type of branding. Yeah. No, it doesn't it looks, look that way though. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's black. So maybe it's some sort of just ink stamp. I don't know what the fuck it is. No, I think it's an actual like. So scar. you think he got sizzled? Yeah. Don't you watch Yellowstone in black? Yep. Okay, fine. It's healing. You know what it says on his other uh, ass cheek? Boar's head. <laughs> yeah. So Razor Ramon passed away this week. Rest in peace, Scott Hall. Ayo. Boar's head. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you saw this haircut that I sent Spot, but I thought it was one of the coolest ones these eyes have ever seen in tribute to the late, great 63-year-old bad guy. Oh, sorry, Rich. <laughs> All right. Oh, look at that. This is a good one. It has a toothpick and everything. Oh, yeah, it does have a toothpick. That's pretty dope. Watch. How did you do the toothpick? Oh, it's an yeah, actual it's a good one. If you're just listening, it's a guy, a big blends man, who sculpted Razor Ramon in this guy's fade, and it's really high quality. So hey, it's we remember Razor Ramon this day. Yeah. Why don't you, why, instead of getting a, a a Peter Lick, have this guy just etch something in your head? I know, I know, Maybe. WWE is real shitty with flagging us, so don't play a spot. But if you get a chance today, I want everyone to just look up. Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, his promo video for when he entered the WWE back in the day. It's so old school chauvinistic. You know when they used to introduce a new wrestler, Kavino, in the WWF days? Yeah. Like Mr. Perfect, where they're like, we have a new wrestler. Let's check out Mr. Perfect. And he was like shooting darts. and You know, the little promo videos, the little interstitials. They have Razor Ramon poolside and he's like, hey, yo. <laughs> It's me, Reza Ramon. He was huge, by the way. Like, he was a big dude. Some girl comes up and she's like, oh my God, like we got together last night. And he's like, now I'm done with you. I got what I wanted. Get out of here. <laughs> and then like, he, he, like, they show him like dismissing women he fucked essentially. Because I'm Reza Ramon. Yeah, I can't do that anymore. Yeah, that was uh, in the late 90s. Yeah. Or was it? What year was that? Around? Eight, uh, early 90s. Early 90s. Early 90s. By the way, um, Kelly Cookson is saying that she asked. Ellen asked Kim if it was an actual branding. She said yes. Yeah, she did like the. I don't. I read that. I don't know. I find that hard to believe. But if that's what happened, then good for him. He's going to feel real happy about that when they break up. So that's the rando news of the day. St. Patty's Day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, live from Vegas, live from Los Angeles. It's the Cavino and Rich Show. As a palate cleanser. Let's do a jig. As a palate cleanser. <laughs> by the way, a jig ruined the kid's life in my elementary school. I've told the story before, but there was an Irish kid, and it was the Washington Street School elementary talent show. And I remember my buddy Siri, who listens to the show, Chris Siri, him and my buddy Walter, they 
did a little lip sync action to CNC Music Factory. Everybody danced now. I had another buddy that did Vanilla Ice. Girls were dancing and doing cheer moves. This one dude is like, Mom, no. He was an Irish kid, Chris Moran. His mom made him get on the stage in a kilt and do an Irish jig. And everyone was like, Scottish. yo, dude, he wore a kilt. So I don't know what that means, but he did Irish it. wears kilts too. Oh, do they? He yeah. did an Irish jig like he was Michael Flatley before we knew Michael Flatley. And if you thought that sixth grade kids thought that was like anything but the perfect ammunition to make fun of this kid forever. <laughs> like, Imagine your mom made you do an Irish jig when you were 12. On a throwback Thursday, Rich, it's like the story of Captain Crossbones. It is. Kavino went to a birthday party, and the kid's mom, when they were a little too old, got a magician, Captain Crossbones, and the kids we were like, thirteen. It was his thirteenth birthday, I remember, and we were all excited because there were some hot chicks there. Like we were already in that mindset of like, ooh, chicks, yeah. And his mom stopped the party, and she's like, Ian, it's time. And he's like, no, mom, no, no. I swear to God, I'll never forget it. It ruined the kid's reputation because it was a lasting impression. It branded him loser. Mom, no. No, mom. Guys, everybody sit around. It's time. Ian, he's here. No, mom, I told you no. I don't want him. We got all my friends here. No, mom. Guys, stop, Ian, stop. He got, it was so awkward. He's like kicking and screaming with his mom. And then the mom's like, guys, everybody sit around. It's time for Captain Crossbones. And Captain, this magician, this pirate magician came out. And we were all like, boo, this guy sucks. Captain. We were making moves on chicks, and we were in that mindset. And we're like, man, this is the weakest party ever. And we never spoke to that kid again. Chris Moran never it's respected like the, the same way. Never respected the same way after he did the Irish jig in sixth grade. Now, enjoy your shitty corned beef and cabbage, your green beer, your green bagel, your March Madness day one. Any upset specials today? Let's go. Let's see. What's is anything going on quite yet? Any upset specials? When's Gonzaga? Uh, man, I, I, if I could care less, I would. Two March games Mad- have already. I'm actually two more, games. More amped about March Madness. Two games have kicked off already, and as of right now, Michigan beating Colorado State, an 11 beating a six seed, and Providence, a four seed, with a six-point lead over South Dakota State, a 13 seed. So two games already started the next couple days. Seed. It's going to be crazy for all the college football fans. Now, a little palate cleanse spot. Did you see the latest Wheel of Fortune fail? Oh, no. There's another one? Look up Wheel of Fortune pedal, P-E-D-A-L. There's a guy. Not, this was not, uh, what was the other one? Not something uh, in your hat. Feather in your hat. Not feather in cap. your hat, feather in your cap. This is another one. And Wheel of Fortune fans are saying, yo, every week now there's an idiot. And people are like, and then do you remember Pat's, do you remember we were saying Pat Sajak's at a snarky? Kavino, did you see after the last one, Pat Sajak came to the defense of the player saying it's, it's tricky when you're I under saw- the lights and he defended them. Oh, I saw it. Now, this looks so easy. It, this one is like, what? No. Another Wheel of Fortune fail. No. Renting a blank boat. Let's see. What could it be? I can't even think of anything that it wouldn't I be. I mean, would renting be. a, a I paddle. Saw. Yeah. Renting a paddle boat. No, that's not right. Pause it. <laughs> Here's my theory. He said paddle boat. So everyone else... I think thought they heard pedal boat and they're like, oh my God, if it's not pedal boat, then what is it? Right? Does that make sense? 
Yeah. Listen <laughs> again to him say, because he says renting a paddle boat. It's not a pa- it's a pedal boat. I like to solve. Yeah. Renting a paddle boat. No, that's not right. Oh. <laughs> oh. Michelle, you have $3,000. You can left. spin again, but you don't have to. Oh. The girl. She left. She's like, oh, no. 600. What letter do you want? M. No. M? A damn boat? M? 900. W? Uh, no. Head off. A pedal boat? I hate these fucking videos. Give me the answer. Did she ever get the answer? I don't know how it ends. Uh, I don't know how it ends. I don't know how it ends. Damn it. It goes back to that guy and he's probably like pedal boat, not paddle boat. What in the what in the what in fuck? So there you have it, buddies. There you have it. Oh, this is someone like film their TV. I hate this shit. Let's see how it ends. And by the way, I, I don't hear Kavino anymore. I have to spin. Oh, because I put, pulled down the. Oh, sorry. 900. W? Sean, what do you want to I like to solve? Go ahead. Renting a paddle boat. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he said paddle boat. Oh, so. Uh, yeah, they, you have to. Oh, sorry. Can I hear Kavino talk? Go. No, that shit is weak. Weak sausage. Weak uh, sauce. I I know they're very specific about pronunciations. So you always hear people overpronounce things now. Yeah. But like to th- not even have the letter right is just Yo, it's paddle, the, it all goes back to it boat. all goes back to the best one ever, which we don't need to play, but we all remember the Achilles instead of Achilles. Right. Achilles. Achilles yeah. was the original Wheel of Fortune. Just like there was the the one on the South one, Park. Well, not that. No. Uh, the one where the, there was too long of a pause. People who annoy you. And the woman lost. Remember, she lost the Audi, and Audi gave her the car. Yeah. Because there was too much of a pause in between. Yeah. Wheel of Fortune. I'll tell you what, Cavino, for an older show that's like our mom and dad's generation, like get ready for dinner show in the background. They do get viral clips based on this shit, so they they gotta love these fails because it makes it relevant to a younger generation. Yeah. Pat Sajak ain't, ha- ain't having it though. I was going to say, do they do this on purpose for that reason? But I don't think they do. I'm sure they do other things on purpose for a reason. However, spot on a throwback Thursday, our buddy JC in Kentucky sent me a video of Vanna White as a contestant on The Price is Right before she was Vanna White. Oh. If you want to throw it back. It's kind of a cool video because it's like, wow, look how pretty she is. No, you know, she stood out. She's on The Price is Right. No wonder she ended up on Wheel of Fortune. Vanna White must have been a looker back then. Yeah, she Come was. on down. Vanna White. Because she's gorgeous now as an older woman. I can only imagine Vanna as a younger contestant was probably like smoking. Oh, yeah. All tan and California hot. Vanna I don't White. know where she's from, but she looks that way. In, in the world wanna of entertainment. See, you want to see her run down? In the world of entertainment, is there anyone that has a better, that had like a better life than Vanna White? No. Made millions tapping letters. I want to see her rundown. Where is she? Is that Bob Barker with dark hair? Yeah, this is oh, super old. Oh, this is before he dyed it again. When's Vanna rundown? Man. And Vanna White. Is that Rod Roddy or not even Rod Roddy yet? You are the first four contestants on the She's like got boots. Model Vanna White. Mia. Oh, Vanna White. 
I want to see her bet. Bench barbells and dumbbells. Oh, look at this old chin. To get you into shape and keep you there. <laughs> Throwing it back. From diversified products. Vanna, what do you bid on, man? Damn, Vanna White looks hot. Get serious. No, you <laughs> would. Call me a perv, but what do you Jesus, bid, she's good looking. $350. Richard? $625. $625. Yeah, she was the epitome of what we thought was happening. Wait, I want to see her sure. go up on stage. Did she ever get up on stage? That prize is $509. Oh, Vanna did not win. Sorry. Oh, Vanna never got up on stage. If we're going to do this, spot. Look up, look up Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad on Price is Right. Honestly, Rich, it is one of the best ones. <laughs> yes. Aaron Paul. He loses his shit. He, he loses his shit when he's called on the Price is Right. It's hilarious. This is Aaron Paul, Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad before they're famous. <laughs> Yo, by the way, how comforting is Bob Barker's voice when you hear it? Aaron, what do you bid on that? Twelve hundred bucks. Retail price seventeen ninety seven. He was so passionate. I mean, how funny is this shit? He loses the showcase showdown though. No matter how far Isn't he is. so close to? The bid is $26,500. Aaron, the actual retail price of your showcase is $26,368. Over. Uh. By so little, by $32. Uh. That's right. Uh, 132 bucks. Oh, oh my God. God. It's okay, Bob. Honestly, though, hearing Bob Barker's voice takes us all back to staying home from school. And honestly, it feels like that comfort food, man. It's like fucking grandma's tortillas or something. It really is. Listening to that voice really is like, wow, yeah, I missed that voice. Like soothing and comforting and, and like yeah. just... <laughs> okay, what's the next item up for bit? Like, oh, man. Throwing it back. And by the way, there's something really, really beautiful about Vanna White. You know why? You know what's so refreshing about seeing her on a throwback Thursday as we wrap up our Price is Right Wheel of Fortune talk? She's so naturally beautiful, dude. Yeah. And it's a rarity nowadays. Yeah. You don't see it. 20-something-year-old Vanna White. My goodness, I'm in love. Look, at, yeah. Can you Google image like 1980 Vanna White? She's oh, like, a, I'd she, love to. Jeez. Yeah, but they glamour her up, and she's going to have, like, 80s hair. No, like, but I'm talking, like, like, her that, as a contestant. gorgeous. As, as a contestant, as, like, probably a 20-something-year-old. Vanna White. Well, look at her with uh, these two studs. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, Vanna. 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 Remember, she was in Playboy, too. She was. That was when I was yeah. in my uh, V-neck t-shirt stage. <laughs> yeah. Daytime TV as a kid was uh, so you, you didn't have the choices now where if you're homesick as a kid now you could probably stream and like binge a show or something when you were a kid it was like you're home you're watching you're watching prices right and you're watching like your grandma soap operas and fucking jerry springer or yeah. whoever else was uh, yeah. Maury povich yeah 
whoever yeah. was on at the time. Game show. You know who never gets credit when you think of trash TV? Chuck Wolverine. Well, Morton Downey Jr., uh, but Richard, you never Richard hear Bay. about Richard Bay. Richard Bay, you never hear about. Yes, he doesn't get enough props. Richard Bay was like the man for a minute. Ooh. Was he an East he Coast did. guy though? Yeah, man. Fan of white. Oh, fan oh of titties. White. Can't show titties. Jesus. I mean, they're sheer. Vanna. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice the titties when I pulled up the photo. Vanna. Just looking white. at her beauty. They don't make them like that. Nah, they anymore. Don't. Man. All right. Well, Vanna White, Wheel of Fortune fail. Yo, did you see? You know how... Uh, you know how Rudy Giuliani went from like America's mayor to being a fucking nut job? Yeah. Do you see Chris, uh, not Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo's the reporter. Oh my God. Vanna. 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 Yo, I'm not going to lie. I, she might like Just, somehow like young Vanna White might be oddly on my like top list. <laughs> look at Sarah, young Vanna White. Sarah has a very young Vanna White look vibe. Look at young Vanna White. She's gorgeous. Look at the cheeks and the reflection. Now, I, all right, let me keep it on my pants here. Jesus. Jeez, Rich. You're trying oh. to tell me she's not top, like top tier beautiful. Let me tell you, she's juicy, juicy. Vanna White. I can tell why she's my. That's my. Hey, da- I think Vanna White is my dad's favorite. Remember, my dad's like Vanna White. I mean, Christy Brinkley's up there as the number one, probably. Vanna White's a good number two, though. People forget she was a looker. Oh, Christy Brinkley. No, Vanna, I, I'm saying Christy Brinkley would probably be everyone's number one of like naturally beautiful, still has it. You know. But Vanna White was really, really pretty. Yo, if you, oh, you, you, you want to, if you want to find, if you want to connect the dots as to why, I like to connect two dots. If you want, if you want to connect the dots as to why <laughs> I was so into my wife when I met her, maybe this is look it. at the look at the girls that as a kid I I told you Nicole Eggert, Vanna White, Christy Brinkley, in the vacation scene with Chevy Chase when she's in the red sports car and she's by she's the pool. She's still gorgeous, like. I remember my dad. I think my dad brainwashed me into thinking, Richie, now that is a perfect woman. Oh. I think my dad, like. Vanna. 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 Hey, Spot, p- pull up a picture of Christy Brinkley in National Lampoon's Vacation with Vanna. Chevy Chase. All right, stop being that. Now you're being a little weird. <laughs> Christy Brinkley, National Lampoon's Vacation. Vanna. I mean, Cavino. Checking around. There's moments in TV and movie history, but for me, I don't know why. Christy Brinkley with Chet, with Clark Griswold to me was like, she was just like your typical, like the perfect example of like hot '80s blonde. Oh, look at her in the bikini. Bikini. All right. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, get, that, that, that's our childhood, this. man. Yeah, Christy Christy Brinkley. She, she got no ass though. Yeah, I guess ass. We she wasn't even trying to pop it out. It was it was a different time. Hmm. Ass didn't exist in the eighties. Yeah, on white women especially. Well, they like she's she's not even standing like now women stand in ways to pop out non-existent booty. She wasn't even trying. She didn't need to. Yeah. All right. Well, she had the beauty. I said, our back of the day, Rudy Giuliani went from like everyone loved him to sort of a whack job, right? Did you see that Cuomo? I keep wanting to say Mario Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, has now been Chris like. Cuomo? He's pretty much saying like the whole Democratic Party and all the liberals that he was, you know, affiliated with his whole political career. He's like, they're all woke cancel culture whack jobs. And now it looks like Andrew Cuomo has flipped like. And it, it's wild to think. I don't know if he'll ever get back into any type of political game because he sort of got kicked out. 
Yeah, but, but the sad part is a lot of people just pretend and do it for the sake of being on the nice side of, I don't know, social issues. Like, I don't even think that a lot of people believe what they stand for. So it's all a game. Yeah. So he's just being real about it. He's like, yeah, this guy's a jerk off. So I saw that about Cuomo. Um, I wanted to play something for you that I, I was, I was curious what you thought, but I, I did want to remind people today, tonight is my spirit airline flight. And I've only spent now get this. I've only spent a hundred dollars extra. Just so you know, remember, remember we talked about how spirit airline charges for everything, like every little thing we have one checked bag and we chose our seats. And that was $100 total. But I told you the tickets were $100 one way opposed to, th- I think the second cheapest was $380 one way. So ends up being like $150 each. So I'll let you know how my Spirit Airlines adventure goes tonight. $60 for oh, a bag check. that's right. $60 for a bag check. 60 for a bag check Say that. and $20 each to choose a seat. So there was the hundred dollar add on, but again, hundred dollar add on to hundred dollar tickets. So ends up being one fifty each, but still significantly cheaper, but spirit. Can you just do yeah, one bag? I... Do you need two bags or can you do one bag? No, we're doing what we're sharing. One checked bag, be- 60 bucks, 60 bucks for one checked bag. Oof. Oof. 60. Da- but Hey, we'll see how that goes. Spock, can you look up my favorite person? I, I I sent you my favorite person on TikTok, but there's a different link. It's there's a new TV show, Camino, that starts next week, and it has to do. It's almost like Eurovision in the United States. Have you seen this? I don't know what it is yet. Total driver of American Song Contest. Sure, sounds corny. <laughs> Snoop Dogg and Kelly Clarkson are hosting. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's a songwriting competition. And I think from what I understand, I I just saw this before. It's yeah. It's like like every state. So Eurovision is every country represents with a song. This is every state represents with a song. Every state represents the Eurovision, but in the United States. So it's American songwriting contest, American song contest. And on social media, you know that, TikToker that has a couple songs that I like, Jax, J-A-X, Jax. I guess she is part of the show or they hired her to, she made a little quick snippet song about why New York is the best state and other people are writing little songs about their state. And I just found it catchy as hell, Spot. Can you play it? It's on American, it's on their TikTok page. American Song Contest. And I see an American Song Contest, but yeah. that'd be way better. With Christy Brinkley? That'd be way better. And Vanna White. American Thong Contest. Vanna White. Thong Contest. Is it this like 10 second video? Yeah, let me see. It's Jack's. Bites. Yeah, here. No offense, but I think my home state is better than yours. That's it? No, go to his whack, bro. bro. Go Go to the whole. Yeah, go to her thing. That was the clip from American that, Song Contest. Click on it again. I did. No offense, but I think my home state is better than yours. Well, there's a whole well, there's a whole song that I'll, I'll find it and send it to you. 
But in the meantime, Kavino, do you genuinely feel exactly what you said? I know. Do you genuinely feel like your? Can you make an argument that your home state is the best state? Like, can you make an argument for any state, or you think it's obvious that some states have no? Like, they just stink. You New Jersey, baby. New Jersey. Let me tell you about New Jersey. It's nice to have pride. It doesn't make it the right answer. Like, I have lots of pride. I can make lots of great arguments. My childhood was great. It's on her page. But. I got it. That doesn't mean New Jersey's the fucking best. I got it. Rich. Yeah, here, here, here's Jax. I love this girl. I think she's so fucking talented. I'm, I'm a huge fan of this girl. Uh, but she wrote a song and other people started doing their version. So here's her. Rich, move to the right. spot now click on that and like there's a dude from hawaii that did one just play his and it's pretty good there's some like chubby dude from hawaii how do i find it click on the bottom where on the of her name uh, like where you share the video like how you do a tiktok at the bottom uh, click not, on the audio uh, it doesn't work there let me see if i it's the way i i I've always say the web is different than okay well don't sweat it then yeah the web is different than uh your phone yeah i can't find it Wait, maybe this is it. I oh think yeah, everybody okay. should have pride in their own state. You know, pick I, a guy, I any guy. A good thing. <laughs> the Hawaiian-looking dude spot. The Hawaiian-looking dude. Oh, this guy. No offense, but I think my is this him? Yeah. Okay. Is than yours. Yeah. We got pizza, bagels, and more. I like pizza. Statue of Liberty. We got pizza here. Try and name a better okay. state than can't forget about hawaii yeah. hawaii wins sorry yeah. I'm from Jersey, and I'll, I'll admit Hawaii what would, what would is be, way uh, better. What would, what would you put in the Jersey version of like that little jingle song? Would you be like, "We got Tallahassee and the Jersey Shore"? Like, what, what would be the highlights of Jersey? The boardwalk, yeah, 100. Jersey Shore is is fantastic. The shore, I, I love where I grew up, but I'm not gonna like defend it as the best state. You know, got, uh, it was great for me growing up, but yeah, we have Tallahassee and the Jersey Shore. We yeah. got. We're close to New York. You know, that's always been a problem, right? Spot, play, play the chubby person that was the first one that came up to. Sopranos. We have uh, Great Adventure, Six Flags. Oh, Six Flags, Great Adventure. Six Flags, Jersey <laughs> Shore. Wildwood, New Jersey. Taylor Ham, Disco Fries. You said the chubby? Yeah, there's guy. like a... Oh, okay. yeah, like no to, offense, yeah. but I think my home state is better than yours. No way. We got pizza, bagels, and more. So what? Is that a chick? I don't know. <laughs> Okay, if you're from where I'm from, you must be pretty lucky. Cause everybody knows there's nowhere like Kentucky. We got the Derby KFC in perfect weather. Your state might do it, but Kentucky does it better. My home state is better than yours. My home state is better for sure. I said what I said and I'll say once more. My home state is better than yours. Sorry, y'all. Forget about it. So I just, I don't know. I think it's... That dude loves KFC. It's going to be NBC's. It's NBC's. Kavino, it's there. Because think about it. The Idol, Mass Singer. There's these other... (laughs) 
other show, the singing shows are in season now. So this is NBC's answer to that because Idol's on ABC. Fox has the mess singer. So you got NBC entering that mix with Kelly Clarkson and Snoop Dogg hosting. They're really good pizza. You know, Snoop Dogg and Kelly Clarkson are going to be hosting American Song Contest. And let's see. Jersey Shore, Taylor Ham, Disco home Fries. Of, home of the Hog Off. Home of the Hog Off. I don't know. I, I think it was. I, I like watching that shit. I like watching uh, talented people randomly harmonize like that. Call me My corny. Town is home of the uh, corny. tallest, corny. world's tallest water sphere. Oh yeah, the world's tallest water sphere. NBC still water. has the voice too. Yeah, but th- yeah, this is their their seasonal competition now. So we'll we'll see. But yeah, I don't know. I like corny. You know, call me corny. I like shit like that. Watching like random people harmonize with each other on social media makes me happy. Do you want to take this one? Rich ate I? some corny beef and cabbage today. <laughs> yeah. What'd you say, Spot? I said, do you want to take this one or should I? Yeah, take it. Yeah, go ahead. You're corny. Oh. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's it. You know what today's the anniversary of, Rich? Let's see. The Just to give you a timestamp. Oh, let me think. Uh, our first show at your house? No. 317. Hold on. 317. You'll never guess. You'll never guess. Oh, it was the first. All right. Well, it was our first day officially not in the office. No. Because no. we did ESPN on Monday. Uh, it was a uh, Monday the 16th. So this is our first official day two years ago. Well, yeah. We are wrapping up the uh, the first week of the two-week stay-at-home coronavirus this year anniversary. That was two years ago. Yeah, but no, no, no. Um, I think I was trying to figure it out. Was it five or six years ago? My dog monkey died. Remember that? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Which was really Layla's dog, but I took care of him. So did my parents. We mm-hmm. all sort of helped out. But I held monkey that morning, took him out to the bathroom. And then while we were live on the air, that's why it's a timestamp in reference. We were on the air and got a phone call live. That the doggy died. Like, oh, fuck. And it died right in front of my daughter in her bedroom. And I had to have our buddy Al B, who was living with us at the time, you know, take care of it before I got home, you know. And then eventually I had to take it to the veterinarian later that day. And that was the end of Monkey. Five or six years ago today. Yeah, that's that's wild, man. It really is. I'm I'm thinking five years ago because that (laughs) was maybe six. I don't know. Could have been. My home state is better than yours. Why don't you uh, submit one for for New York? And and I'll I'll, you're a Long Island boy. I'll I'll make one for. uh, I'll 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 pretend I'm from like a weird state, and I'll tell I'll tell her on the redeeming qualities of like South Dakota. What is South Dakota? Mount Rushmore. What else? Fishing. Fishing. Yeah. Well, hey. Sad anniversary of Kavino losing his dog. That stinks. I mean, it was what it was. It's just a timestamp. I didn't share it to bring the mood no, down. It, 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 just, it stinks because you think about those things when you're really kids, right? About my dog monkey. Like you know, like my uh, you know, Piper waffles ain't gonna last forever. And there's gonna be a day where I sadly have to tell my kids, like, yeah, dog's not here anymore. It's the worst. That's why. That's why there's a part of me that's like, I don't want any pets after Piper because all it is is like a temporary fucking sadness. But I always remember because monkey, he was. Um, he was half Chihuahua, half like Jack Russell Terrier, and he had like this this reddish brown sort of 
coat and we would dress him as a little leprechaun on St. Patty's Day. So I'm pretty sure we, I picture him dressed as like a little I'm a leprechaun. leprechaun. Yeah, so sad. It really oh, it is sad I'm actually when you think about it. But yeah, that was a that was a weak ass day. I just can't remember if it was five or six years. Spot, you don't have it in your archives? Oh, I can look it up. Yeah. yeah. And that happened live on the air. So anyway, well, just a timestamp, that's all. I have a... Do you want to pull up the actual audio of the show? No. <laughs> That'd be weak, right? Yeah. I have yeah, uh, no, because I you know, you never expect it. That that sucked because I was with that dog. That morning, and I was noticing its little heartbeat and everything because I had to carry. It was at the point where I had to carry it to go to the bathroom every day. So yeah, I yeah. took him out that morning, and then just a few hours later, he died. Yeah, it was 2016. 2016. 2016? Six years ago. Dang, bro. Uh, Life's flying. Oh, yeah. Six years ago today. What else dude, do we talk crazy. about on that show? Uh, hold on. Hold on. Give me a second. What do we talk about six years ago on the air? Uh, and by the way, knock on wood, monkey's counterpart, Max, still kicking, man. That's wild. Yeah. Make sure uh, nothing's showing. Let's see. All right. Uh, three years ago, what did we just, or four, how many? Five years ago? Six years ago? Yeah. Let's see. St. Patrick's Day. Kavino's uh, a quarter Irish. Rich is a part Irish, but he never mentions it. You're a part Irish? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um. Let's see. His daughter's excited for today. She has Shamrock glasses. Uh, Rich is in a good mood. Cavino's tired. Groundhog Day. He hates his con- uh, repetitious routine. And then you get an emergency call. Your dog died. Then we talk about dealing with dog's death. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Adam LaRoche retired the other day. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> That's so random. You talked about Adam LaRoche for like an hour. Jeez. Oh, Alonzo Bowden was in studio. The comedian. That's about it. <laughs> okay, there you go. So you talked about dogs so, dying, Adam LaRoche, and uh, Alonzo Bowden. It's the anniversary of uh, that miserable day. God, what did you talk about for uh, about an hour about Adam, Adam LaRoche? I don't know. I don't even know anything about Adam LaRoche. Same. I don't remember shit about Adam LaRoche. I remember the name. Let me, let, me, uh, let me end on a question today, if that's cool. I saw in an interview, Scarlett Johansson was asked, do you think you would have dated... Colin Jost in high school. And she said, eh, probably not. So yesterday we talked about the bachelor and all these dating shows and how sometimes timing and all these things are a, a bigger factor than you like to let on of all the girls you've loved before. Oh, he had the Willie girl. Nelson style to all the girls. Enrique Iglesias style, bro. By the way, did you see the photo of Colin Jost in high school? I have not. Oh, it's fantastic. He had, the, he had the classic 90s uh, center part. To all the girls I have loved before. To all the girls I loved before. Look at him. The haircut is weak. Right? He's like a nose picker. <laughs> I think his name should be Biff. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is this? Oh, my God. Man, yeah, uh, she wouldn't have dated him. Acne hit hard. So ask yourself. Oh of, my god! Of the <laughs> yo, he honestly, he's like you in the in the nineties, Rich. I feel like you had all three of these hairstyles. He's a goofy goober. He is a goofy goober, man. So for every goofy kid with slightly red hair goobers. that's a doofus with pimples, you may end up with Scarlett Johansson one day. This guy looks like he wants to fix your computer. 
That guy looks like the person that was like, I promise computers are going to be a big deal one day. And you're like, shut up, nerd. <laughs> shut up, nerd. Get back in your locker. Wow. I ask you, of all the girls you've loved before who traveled in and out your door, how many do you think wouldn't have dated you when you were a younger guy? See, Kavino, you were like cool in high school. I was not. So I feel like, I feel like Sarah wouldn't have Jordan dated me in high school. Jordan wouldn't have dated me because she was like a, a total nerd herself. I was way too cool for her in like a high school phase. So you have the opposite effect. Like she, said I was, she said I was a douche, but like I know she was like into superhero shit and anime and dressing up. Yeah, but she, w- she wasn't running, running in the cool circles like I ran. So it's the opposite where Sarah, I think, probably wouldn't have dated a pimple nerd like me. And you wouldn't have dated Jordan because she was like, she was like, she was like, she was like the pretty nerd. Oh, was Jordan like, oh my God, like, I'm just such a nerd. She was though, bro. Yeah, but you don't know when people come into their own. Maybe Jordan was a late bloomer. So Kavino would have been. I'm going to need to see a high school photo of Jordan. She had blonde hair. If, wait, if, she's like, if I scroll back far enough on her Instagram, do I see prom photos? No, that's how you no. know she's too oh. young, bro. <laughs> I'll find her. Maybe if I'll you find scroll one on her Instagram and see prom photos, she's too young for you, bro. <laughs> uh, would they have dated me? I don't know. They all say no, but I say yes. Because I had gay. But would you have wanted a, a superhero nerd in high school? Well, that's a different question. Jobs. Would I have dated them? Maybe not. Yeah. yeah, I'm telling you, it just shows that timing and like whoever you end up with, you're designed to end up with that person based on timing, life, everything. That's why that, that's just the way it is. Like when people are like, would you have? Da-? Well, no, I didn't know the person in high school. And you know what? Maybe there was someone you were perfect for in high school, but you weren't with them because at that time it didn't make sense. Nerd. Yeah, you just and, and like Spot said. People find their selves, I guess, at different points in life. You could have been way awkward in high school. And your significant other was cool in high school. I was, you and I just talked about this the other day. Because we were talking about giving parental advice and how you and I... You and I... Camino and I had a good conversation the other day about how... Do you try to instill catchphrases oh, I, I told you i uh i i gave melody two pieces of advice but they have better rings to it when when you give them an old school saying yeah. i remember the two that i used i said to melody show me your friends i'll show you your future i gave her that one what does that mean dad look it up and i said look it up and then I said, well, you know what, Melody? You get more flies with honey than vinegar. Keep that in mind. I don't like your attitude. What does that she mean? Was, she was dead set on me doing it. something for her, and I, was, I didn't like her attitude about it. And I just didn't like her approach because her, her, her approach was too, too similar and reminiscent of a previous life that I once lived. And I, I hate when I see that. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I don't like your attitude, and that's why I'm not listening to you right now. Yeah. Yeah, be, catching you, you catch more flies with honey is a great one because no one wants to deal with a rude person. But when influences in your like, life, why won't you just do it? I'm like, because I don't like your attitude. That's why. Yeah, but you got to remember, kids watch their parents, and you know everyone's got a different style. And I think she she's grown up with the style of like complain and you get what you want. You know. 
Yeah, and that's that doesn't vibe with me, you yeah. know. And sometimes I just want an easy breezy day. So yeah, are you, what do you? Here's this is what you want. Get out of my face. Yeah. So we we you were know? talking about lessons that you'd want to instill in your kids, and like, do you use catchphrases? And uh, you and I were talking about different stages of our life, and I was saying I didn't gain real confidence until I was in my twenties. So the teenage you versus now versus the 20 year old you you're ever changing and learning and growing and becoming less confident, more confident, less confident. You go through stages I, I, until I was on the radio and felt like I was proud of what I did. And it was a cool job. Like I was, I, I felt very insecure about a lot of things and you know, a teenage version of yourself versus the grown version of yourself, like very different, very different. And I do think that if you, teach your kids lessons in uh in phrases Every dog has the day <laughs> if you teach your kid phrases then i think they'll they'll repeat those because even friends like i always say he who angers you controls you stanley t used to say that shit all the time so i think a lot of times if you have a catchy phrase for something it's the easy way to convey a message well i mean those those phrases stand the test of time because they're true right they're like life lessons that are true yet they have a nice little ring to them so easy to remember mm -hmm. and you know it goes to what you're saying about your confidence yeah every dog has their day like you got yours but later on in life yeah because you were kind of geeky in high school yeah so to, right? to, so to think that you would have dated your wife if you knew each other in high school no prob most people probably know i knew my wife in high school she didn't want to date me there you go but you had your day spot Every dog has his day, needless to say. Finally broke her down. I just may. Now I can't get rid of her. All right. Well, on that note, uh, enjoy your time in Vegas, buddy boy. I'm gonna. Today I got, well, tonight. Don't you have, dinner with, don't you have a double date with Carrot Top and his wife? Today I'm, I'm your favorite out with Chris Angel and Carrot Top. No, it's your favorite ginger. Time. Today I'm just going to get a, like a nice lunch or whatever, roll around the strip, you know, look at people. People watch us roll? fun. And then tonight I have oh. an event for Sirius XM and BMW. So that, that should be fun. I just hope it goes easy breezy. And then I'll come back tomorrow morning. I picture Kalino just rolling down the strip. Whoa. Oh, yeah. I got one of those uh, hover rounds. Yeah. How do, how do you resist? For fat people. How do you resist getting the mole every time you pass Javier's? It's, it's very easy. Jordan doesn't like Mexican food. It's very odd. So, so you're not going to hit Javier's again? I haven't hit Javier's, no. Believe me, she makes up for it in other ways, but I hold it against yeah, her. She <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, she does. Yeah. Yeah, she does. Javier's. Have you ever felt something so special? Yeah. Um, did you, did, did, in return, <laughs> did you tell her about the Javier special? It's interesting, Rich, because I haven't been to Javier's, but I've had the Javier special. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, or am I? No. <laughs> Who is this? What? What? What's your name? No Twitch tomorrow because... Uh, Camino will be traveling and, and then, I'll be traveling. And Rich will be traveling. Actually, Rich will, Rich will be on his way to a wedding back yeah. east. So. I'm, yeah, I'll, I'll be home around 11 a.m. I got to do the dad thing, you know, get home, get Melody from school, teach her more life lessons, more fables. Yeah. And uh, try to keep her grounded. And that's it, man. I'm, I'll live it up in Vegas on your behalf. I'll have more stories on Monday. Nice. And I'll have stories because I'm flying Spirit Airlines right. and I'm going to Atlanta. I'm going to a wedding. I'm going to a vineyard. I'm doing all these things uh, with the with the old school high school crew. My friend Jeanette, Jeanette is getting married this weekend to Juan. Jordan sent me teenage photos. Can I show these? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what they look like. So if she sent them to you, she I guess you can show them. Yeah, yeah. She sent them, then show them. Yeah. Just give, give, have her give the thumbs up that it's okay so to show them. you think me 
Johnny Football Hero would date this girl. Let's see. Have her give the thumb up, thumbs yeah. up. It's okay to show it. Him. Show him. Is she it sent okay? Them to yeah. Him. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, so this, would Steve Cavino? So she went to two proms. Wait, hold on. Would Steve Cavino? In one year. Would Steve Cavino in his white tank top, wife beater, his gold chain, and his muscles? He didn't take steroids, but what did you take again? Nothing. Well, yeah, you did something. What was it? Not not steroids, but you took. Uh, not even close. Ephedra? Like, no shit. What a GNC. So you're all hopped up on Ephedra, muscle bound Guido. Let's see, Jordan. All right. Here's uh, prom number one that Jordan went to. Fuck out of here. Yeah, she, she definitely could have gotten it. Fuck out of here. Her prom date looks like my brother. Right? Yeah. What a weenie. Looks like Tom Jimmy. What a weenie. Weenie McGillicuddy. Man. Yeah. Jordan was such a nerd. Man. Who that? Who needs the prom? She's all done up. Yeah. Well, hold on, but I wanna, I wanna oh, see the, she must have oh, looked like a mutant the rest of the time. The, the, the week before she was at NerdoCon. What, was Kavino. she stuck in a locker her entire career right, so no one on. saw the jubs? Kavino, how on earth do you live up to that guy? Oh, wait. Here's oh, the wait. Thing. Just because a girl has big boobs doesn't mean she's not a nerd. Oh, wait. There's more. Let's go. Here's the other one. Look at this guy. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. I don't know. Yeah. Weenus McGirt. Jordan. So ugly and nerdy. Weenus Man. McGillicuddy. Man. Bro, blondie. I got I want her to go blonde, I think. I like the blondie thing. Oh, yeah. I, ever, after seeing Vanna White today, I think I want a nice blondie. Oh, Vanna. You know, look at, I mean, <laughs> has she, uh, ask Jordan, has she ever dated a guy like you until she met you? Did she date like him? Did she? No, did she date like me, bro? I'm just like a One nerd. Of a kind, man. No, but I'm saying, did she date like traditional like handsome white guys are you her first latino man she don't see me that way dude what she do you mean see color <laughs> she doesn't she just thinks I, she's I too blinded her. She said, by her own her first impression of me was i was cool she didn't even it didn't even dawn on her that i was like of mixed race whatever i'm you know she don't see me that way does she know you're quarter irish yeah huh. why wouldn't she uh, i'm wearing green today I got a little Vato Mex, that's, uh, Vato Leprechaun. That's green. Got, you got to work on your color. It's like, I'll, yeah. Hey, dude, I'm in Vegas, bro. I didn't bring my whole wardrobe with me. Um, yeah, I, like Jordan's probably one of those girls that was super annoying. That was like, yeah, I'm just like, I'm like one of the guys. I'm such a nerd. Oh my god, I love like such nerdy things. No, dude, she had like, you know, she's I'm like not emo a cool girl, at like all. Blue hair for real. Yeah. Well, then let's see that picture. <laughs> yeah, let me see that picture. I By the see. way, Adam, Adam hit me up. Said she looks good blonde. She's naturally blonde. She dyes her hair brown. Her hair is naturally blonde. She's the only person on earth, I think, that does that. Well, because she has like green eyes, so they are they stand out more with dark hair, with brown hair. Not to mention, her sister is also very blonde. So yeah. maybe she just wants to stand stand out. I don't know. Lisa, her hair is blonde. I'm, I'm reading feedback now. She looks good as blonde. She is blonde. So when did you dye your hair brown? Like 2010. in 2010, she dyed her hair brown and never went back. Once you go, by the way, she looks really good, good blonde. She should like start dyeing her hair blonde. Well, <laughs> I need some of that Vanna White, bro. Right? Enjoy. Yeah, bro. And this could all be yours. That <sighs> yeah, doofus. I wonder what that guy's up to. He's probably a stud now. After seeing these pictures, Jordan should be kissing my feet. To be honest, this guy's probably a that guy's that guy's that guy is way cooler than you. That guy is probably stud. He's working on a farm in Idaho right now. Yeah. With a, yeah, huge potato. That guy has a huge. <laughs> he's got a sweet potato in his pants. So the guy's got a. That's not a diss. I'm just saying he's probably somewhere in Idaho still. That guy. 
He'd bring he he might bring the fun. Let's look at him one more time. This guy. Which can we look at the first guy? Yeah, <laughs> you top Jimmy. Yeah. They're both super rich engineers, actually. I just got the update. This guy here is living in Maryland with his wife and his mother-in-law. Oh. No, they're both super rich engineers. Are you serious? Wait, wait, choo-choo train hats? She- Idaho rich. Idaho rich. Yo. <laughs> engineers aren't... Don't fucking run trains, bro. She, I know, bro. It's a joke, she, you know, dude. She, she threw in the rich to make you feel insecure. Yeah, she did. She's like, they're rich. It they're doesn't work. I, when rich. you got a hog in your pants, none of these things, you're yeah, bulletproof. Make fun, have, of, make fun of them all you want. They're rich. They have a Peter Lick in every room. Yeah. Don't care. You see that Peter I, I Lick? You see I, that Peter Lick painting you like? That I'm artwork? I'm those things. For, uh, Johnny has 20 of them. <laughs> Actually, he's Johnny Lick. He's, <laughs> he's the heir to the Lick fortune. Yeah. Why so don't you have them buy you a Peter Lick photo then? <laughs> <laughs> just boy. Oh, I'm well, just kidding, baby. I'm just joking. I'm just, I'm just All right, Ellison, have a good one. I'm gonna I gotta hop on a flight in a couple hours. Spirit Airlines, I think they required you to get there five hours early and uh you, you have to get on a bicycle to warm up the plane. I'm on Soul Plan. I'm gonna be standing in the back with like a, holding a subway thing. Hilarious. So Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you back for Fox Football, Fox Sports Sunday. Be live, foxsportsradio.com. Enjoy your St. Paddy's Day, your St. Paddy's Night. Catch me on Turbo later today. And Thanks for hanging out with us live from Vegas and from L.A. Again, we'll be live again on Monday. Maybe some behind the velvet rope over the weekend. Yeah, sounds good. All right, until then, arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys.